Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick. Yo, yo, what up, everybody? We're here. Thanks for asking. Episode 54. You? Uh, I'm second. I said you. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it was 54 this time. Alright. Um, I'm Suave at Sincerely Suave. Kells at KMGZ. And, um, we back. Uh, we here with our, with our weekly bullshit. Yeah. And I also remembered that yours in negritude. I did not forget it. Do you, do you have one? Yeah, I got one. What is it? Mine this week is going out to the young guy, uh, Bryson Tiller, for his album going platinum. Um, I guess he announced that it went gold, that it sold out shows over the weekend at Radio City. But shortly thereafter, it went platinum. So shout out to him. That album was fucking amazing. I'm still listening to it. He the one that sing Don't, right? Yeah. Yeah, that one was cool. It's another little dude out. I gotta Google it. I forgot his his name. He got that song "Waiting Gold" and this other song. He kind of Bryson Tiller like too, but I feel like Bryson Tiller might have took his thunder a little bit because when when his album came out, like he kind of well, I don't know. I should check. Maybe not. But um, I can't decide. I like the song. Don't. I've heard the album. It's not. It's not. Y'all know. I'm not huge on R and B. Like it just. It's boring to me. It got to be something like really extra for me to like it. But I like don't. I like the weekend. Cause goddamn it, I know he sings like fucking Billy Goat. That motherfucker floats on tracks, and his songs be heat. And we're gonna get into how he his songs be later. But I can't decide. The point of that is, I can't decide if I like Bryson Tiller. Now I don't not like him. I do listen to his shit. But, like, I'm like, do I like it, like it, or do I just, like, play it because, you know, it's out? Yeah, nah, I love that album. Um, Sorry Not Sorry is one of my favorite tracks. Um, Rambo was a bop. There's another one. Um, Something Something 14. It's, it's talking about, like, having issues from back home and shit like that. But I love the album. The album, I play it straight through, so. Yeah, that's my test. If I play it straight through without skipping, then I, then it's a great album. That one I don't though. But um, so my yours and negritude. Oh, was that it? Was that it for you? Yeah, that's it. So my yours and negritude is going. Out. Hold on, before we even start this episode, I need to do a I need to do a disclaimer. Now listen, y'all know that Rihanna is life. I stand for Rihanna. That is my queen, Queen Re. She is the the air, the moon, the earth, the salt, all of that. All of it. I will never waver. I will never falter. I know some of y'all are in the hive and in the Navy. I do not believe in that. You cannot serve two masters. I'm in the Navy. You know, that's it. I'm never going to be in the hive. And not because not of Beyonce, because y'all motherfuckers annoying as fuck. I can't be in y'all, y'all group. I don't want to be in y'all group. Y'all niggas is annoying. But, um, so I just want to get that out the way. Before this, because I don't let it be known that Rihanna is still my queen, my favorite, and in my opinion, still has the album of the year. But we're gonna get into that later. Whether they so, all right, y'all got it good. 
All right. So, I feel like this is a historical moment right now. I'm just got it. I just want it to be known. I don't want nobody thinking I'm flip-flopping or whatever the fuck. No. But we recognize all sovereigns. We are not haters. We give credit where credit is due. And Beyonce, Giselle Knowles came through on Saturday night with this lemonade and fucking stopped the world yet again. That shit that fucking what, what is it? What is it? A what, what we calling what was on HBO? A movie? What we gonna call it? What was it? I don't even know. It's we, gonna, we gonna call it a movie, a short film. That's what we gonna call it. We gonna yeah. call it short, actually. Yeah. I think that's what they put it up for Emmy. So yeah, let's call it a short film. Was fan fucking tastic, fantastic. That shit was visually stunning. It was dope as fuck. It was. It was. It was great. It was. I enjoyed it a great deal. Uh, we said we didn't think an album was coming. We was wrong. An album was coming. However, <laughs> I was right because I said the only way that she could really surprise us is if she dropped that album on HBO, and that's what this was, her dropping the album, and that's what yeah. she did. The thing about it is, though, like, B, like, you set yourself up. Like, you got to keep doing this shit. Like, you can't just do a regular album release now. Niggas going to be burned, going to be fucking storming your castle and shit. Like, what, bitch, what is this shit? Just a fucking album? What do you mean? Like, there's no tour, there's no fireworks. The fuck, bitch, you ain't riding in on a dragon. Like, what the fuck is this? Just an album. Nobody wants this bullshit. So, you know, I hope you know that these niggas, you think they was crazy before. Um, great, fantastic. Well, we gonna dis. So I want to discuss. Oh, we ain't even. You know what? Let's get into it because this is still on the yours and Negra twos. So yours and Negra twos, Beyonce for Lemonade. This is your favorite album of mine. Prior. I still think um, Beyonce was your best album. I'll explain that later. But this is your favorite album of mine because this is what I've been waiting and complaining about you not doing, and you finally did it, and it was great. So, um, yours and Negra 2 to eliminate Beyonce. Okay. And I, I can't, I'm, I've been trying to say her name not not like, not with the French way because I feel like I sound like I'm trying to be pretentious, but that's just how I pronounce it. Like, I can't never say it the other way. So I was like practicing. But I, say, I always say Beyonce. Like I never say Beyonce. It was Beyonce. Like anyway, forget it. Yeah, it's it's because that's the way that like people are trying to be like the, the high, you know, them asshole niggas that get on your nose. Oh, Beyonce. You be like, bitch. She is from Texas. Her <laughs> name is Beyonce. Stop. Cut the shit. Right. And um, she from the country. I'll uh-huh. be damned. Her family don't pronounce her whole uh-huh. name. Right. That shit, one syllable. She probably got some ghetto ass nickname. You know, everybody got her nickname probably Bunk or some shit. Like <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So okay, so let's go. So what you want to do first? You know what? Let's get old. Gr- let's do Prince first. Let's do Prince. No, yeah, gotta do Prince because like I, I don't need. I've been thinking about all day what I want to say. But this is all I all I can tell you is this. Hold on. <coughs> Sorry. Getting choked up. First thing is, I have not processed this death yet. Because Prince dying is like, like it's not something that I can comprehend. It's like if it's like if you told me like that, you know, a planet disappeared or something. Like it's just like that what are you talking about? Because if you're an 80s kid, which is what I was, what I am, I guess, meaning not born in the 80s, but you were a kid in the 80s, there are two people who who 
imprinted your formative years. Like if you were that decade from 80 to 90, there were two people. Huh? I didn't say anything. Oh, there were two people, particularly, actually, I won't even say 80 to 90 because some people came along later, but from 80 to 85, there were two people who imprinted hard on, on you if you were a kid, and that was Prince and Michael Jackson. They were your whole childhood. Michael Jackson was your early childhood. Prince was your, was your later. And I, I, I'm not sure if I told y'all before on here, but I used to be the Michael Jackson stand. I had my walls in my room covered in Michael Jackson posters. I told y'all I've been to all his shows. Thriller came out, changed my life. Mike was everything until 1984 when this movie called Purple Rain came out and Prince hit the scene. And we have said on here many times about how great Michael Jackson is and how incredible he was. And he is, and he will always be Michael Jackson. But when I tell y'all that Prince came through, Thriller was Thriller. You got to understand, Thriller was the biggest album in the world. Not in the country, in the world. Russia, everywhere. Michael Jackson's was the shit. As we know, it's still the highest selling record of all time. But when I tell you in 1984 that Prince came through and snatched all Michael Jackson shit off the wall, that's what the fuck Prince did. That's how disruptive Prince was. That's how incredible Prince was. Prince came in. And made niggas forget all about Michael Jackson. And that's not a motherfucking exaggeration. Michael Jackson did not get back to Michael Jackson form till bad. That's why when when people, when y'all youngins be like, oh my God, bad is the... When y'all say that y'all fell in love with Michael Jackson for bad, us old niggas look at you like you were crazy. Because bad was when Michael Jackson was washed up. To be totally honest, as fly as Bad was and as ill as that nigga still was, it's just a testament to how great he was. Bad was washed up, Michael Jackson. Off the Wall and Thriller, that was peak Michael Jackson. That's when Michael Jackson was bigger than God, my nigga. Like, like, no, it was, it was, you can't even, there's no star out today, not even Beyonce, not even nobody. Beyonce is here. Because of Michael Jackson. Like, Beyonce can be as big as Beyonce is because of Michael Jackson. Prior to him, there was no such thing as, like, an icon, like a huge star that crossed genres and all over the world and every. It was none of that. Shit was, like, mad segmented. You had your Motowns, you had your Beatles. It was all in different shit. It was no, like, one artist that, that fucking ate all that shit up till Michael Jackson, right? And Prince, man, like, I can't... I, listen, I'm not gonna tell y'all my story, but, like, my whole life... There's so many points in my life that I had that Prince music, like, you know, I, dude, I had all this nigga's music, like, I used to, I can't, I can't even, like, it's, it's, I can't, listen, man, the world has lost, uh, we don't even realize what we lost, like, dude, when this nigga, this nigga is gone, he's gone, and, like, his music, like, his music, like, Y'all don't even understand this trash music we got out now. Listen to When Doves Cry. This nigga took the bass out of a song. Nobody does that. Like, you can't have a song without a bass. This nigga made... You just got... His music is incredible, bro. Like, I'm not gonna act like I'm no super musician, but I played a little guitar and I played a little flute, and I, I know, like, notes and shit, and, and... But anytime you got a motherfucker that's a legend, like a Stevie Wonder... Who's saying Prince is his favorite? Like every every like legends. Your your favorite legends, favorite legend is Prince. That's how that's how that's how fucking changed the game he was. Like y- y'all don't know. And if y'all if all y'all know Prince from his Purple Rain, then you gotta go back to them early albums. You gotta go to Controversy. You gotta go to Sign of the Time. You gotta go to 1999. You gotta go to Around the World in a Day. The, the motherfucker was a genius. 
there will never, we say this for Whitney, and it's true, there'll never be another voice like her. We say this for Michael, it's true, it'll never be an entertainer like her. But Prince, there will never, not ever, be another Prince. This motherfucker could be mentioned with, like, Mozart, Beethoven, Taichot, like, them fucking standard, classic, through-the-ages genius musicians. That's the level Prince was on, and that is not an exaggeration. So, all I, I mean, all I can say is, man... I, I I can't even, like, it's all I can, like, I have a lot to say, but I just, I was crushed. I knew as soon as it came on TMZ, it was true, and you motherfuckers stayed out in TMZ. They ain't been wrong yet. They have never been wrong. As soon as that shit came up, I knew it was true. I knew it was true, because they've always called it, they've always been right. Y'all keep wanting to say they killed Lil Wayne, they never said Lil Wayne died, they said Lil Wayne was red last rice, they don't mean you died. Maybe y'all not familiar with the Catholic Church, y'all should probably Google it. All that means is that you in a bad state, you might die, or, you know, you just need some comfort, and in case you die, they'll come in and they'll read last rites over you. Is it t- is it done a lot of times when a person is going to die? Yes, but because somebody says it's red last rites, it does not mean that they die. Plenty of people go into surgery, get red last rites, come out and be fine and live whole lives. So they ain't never been wrong. Since not since Michael Jackson's death have they been wrong. And as soon as that I was just like I wanted to go home. Like the only reason I didn't is because I had a, a meeting later that day. But I just I don't know. Well you you younger, like I I don't know. That's all I got to say. But good night, sweet prince. It will never be another like you ever again and like I feel like I just, like, lost a chunk of myself when you die, bro, because shit. It's terrible. Word, word, rest in peace to the God. Um, yeah, I was a Michael baby for sure. And I don't think I was one of those new Michael babies. Like, I was an old, young Michael baby. Because um, Off the Wall is my favorite, favorite album. Um, but Prince, I think Prince was the first person that made me look at sexuality, because I, like, you know, my family's really Southern, like, my, my mother and all that, um, and they, it's, you know, common sentiment, fuck the gays, fuck, you know, anything that looks out of our homogenous society, or anything that pushes sexual limits, or anything like that, but they loved Prince, um, and, you know, as a kid, you can't be like, well, how come this is alright, you know, how come y'all are okay with this. I can't ask those questions, but he was the first person that I came across that I was just like, well, this is okay here, but how come all this, you know, um, and I always appreciated that because as a a young kid, it just taught me like, it's okay to push buttons, you know what I'm saying? Just be yourself. Um, And I probably should have kept that in mind a lot more coming up, but um, he was the first person that introduced me to that and not having to live within lines and of conformity and stuff like that. So, um, it hit me. I think when Michael, when Michael passed, it really took me out, but this definitely, it hit me. And just to feel the energy in the room just go down as everybody started finding out. It's terrible. It's terrible. Like a part of you died, man. Yeah, so it was, uh, he definitely had a strong grasp on this world and has, has left a crazy legacy um, we lost a great. I don't really have anything else. This sad, some sad shit, man. He was young, and and I don't believe these fucking bitch ass stories about him being on cocaine and drugs. I don't believe that shit because I just don't. It doesn't 
make any sense. It doesn't jive with anything we've seen from Prince. I don't believe it. I think he had that hip surgery, and there's been he canceled some shows. Like there's been an ongoing thing with his hip bothering him. So do I believe he was on painkillers for his hip? Yeah. Do I think that he probably overdosed on Percocet? Yeah. But all this, he's been on cocaine. I don't believe that shit. That ain't coming from no reputable sources. That's coming from all these half-siblings and, and brothers who they said ain't seen him in forever. And two of them, the lawyer that's claiming this, the two people he claimed told him is dead. Two of his brothers are dead. One of his brothers dead and his sister's dead. He got a few half-siblings. He only got a full whole, whole sibling. Them other two is, is half. I don't believe that shit. Nobody that was close to him said that. Nothing about him said cocaine. He was super clean, super healthy. He, did, he was a vegan. You're not finna tell me Prince been on cocaine since the 80s. Not since the 80s. Ain't no way in the world this nigga been on coke. No way. Like, he, no way. I don't believe that shit. And I wish y'all stopped dragging him through the fucking mud. I mean, I think it's clear he had that medical emergency. TMZ was on that shit, too. TMZ said that he OD'd on the plane. They had to give him that shot. So I believe it, especially they wanted to keep him at the hospital. He didn't. So, you know, I could I could believe that that's what happened. So, you know, but all this other bullshit, I don't believe that shit. I don't believe that at all. That don't, that don't jive. And not because it's Prince and not because, you know, all the things I just said, just because it don't jive with, like, Whitney... Whitney was acting very druggish. You know what I mean? She hit it for a little while, but then the signs were there. Ain't been no signs ever that Prince been addicted to no fucking drugs. Ever. So, I don't believe that shit. Um, I really don't know. I do... I am in disagreement with it being the flu. No, I never believed that. I never thought it was the flu. Yeah. Um, I got a question, though. It's Googleable, but I'm not gonna Google right now. What happened to his hip? He, um, he didn't. He just had surgery. Like I guess just from you know, cause his early shows, you know, Prince just be jumping off shit and doing all kind of shit. And I guess you know he just, you know, and he plays sport. It, it just you know grind on him, I guess or whatever. And he had surgery for it. I don't know if he. Bro- I don't think he ever broke it. But I, I remember like around this was like mid nineties or something. Now he had the, the hip surgery. And they said since then, cause you remember he always had that cane. That cane mm-hmm. was just not for show. That cane was cause his hip was fucked up. So, that's when he got on the pain pill. So, yeah, I could believe, nigga, I don't fuck with Percocet. When I got my surgery, they gave me, I was like, I don't want that. They was like, well, just take it for the first day. I was like, look, I'm good. Give me some Motrin. They were like, well, we'll cut it with so-and-so. So, they gave me the bottle. That shit is still in the medicine cabinet right now full. I don't fuck with Percocet. Because I never heard of anybody taking Percocet that does not get addicted to that shit. That shit is nasty, nasty shit. Give me some Motrin. I'll suck it up. Maybe some Tylenol three. If it get really bad, I'll take like a um. What's that other? What's the painkiller that's not Percocet? The other one. Uh, I get it. Yeah, I'll take that. Cause that you know that make you loopy, but it, it ain't a Percocet. I, the first time when I was in the military, I got my wisdom tooth pulled, which ain't need to be pulled by the way. But anyway, they pulled it. They gave me Percocet. I took one of them pills and threw up. You know how drug fiends throw up when they sick? Threw up like that, and nigga, I swear to God, I felt like I was like above myself for hours and I was like fuck this poured that whole bottle down the, down the toilet flushed it and I was like I'm not fucking with them shit and it took me a good like all that day and like maybe into the next day to be clear headed again I was like oh fuck that hell no <laughs> not fucking with that shit and, I have, and that was way back in like probably 99 2000 I ain't, I ain't fucking with since then I do not take that shit 
Yeah, prescription pills are the number one um, substance abuse killer. That's what most people are addicted to. Yeah, I, I, I don't fuck with that. And every time we hear about people getting addicted to prescription, it's always they got them Percocet. No, thank you. Yeah, yeah that's, that shit is bad. And the, what's the other one? The, um, uh, the muscle relaxer. Uh, it's what you call in a, in a pill. Um, start with an M, I think. Morphine? Not methadone. I say methadone. That's not it. Nah, methadone's for the once you get hooked. I don't What's, know. They, they usually give it to morphine. Morphine, yeah. Yeah, the morphine pills. Mm-mm. No, no, thank you. Them, if the eight hundred, fuck it, give me sixteen hundred. Give me sixteen hundred grams of Motrin. If that can't do it, the rest of it I just gotta eat up. Pain is good for you anyway. Like you ain't supposed to not feel no pain. You just not supposed to be in excruciating pain. You know what I'm saying? Like when I had my surgery, that shit hurt. But you know, I took the Motrin and. I, I, you know, I wasn't breakdancing or nothing. Every time I moved, it hurt. But like, hey, nigga, I just had to suck it up for a couple days. You know what I mean? Till it hurt less, and then it hurt less. It's like, mm, I'll be all right. Little pain, let you know you alive. It's okay. I think the mo- the one, the the time that I realized how problematic them shits were is I, I think I told you what I had to get like emergency surgery in my mouth. Yeah, like, I almost died and shit. And um, so I got that surgery. Remember I told you I, I felt everything because they couldn't know me. Mm-hmm. So I get a prescription for Percocet and Vicodin, right? <laughs> right? Still feeling all the pain in my mouth. My eye got black and all this other shit. And like I realized, like, yo, I'm taking Percocet and Vicodin, and I still feel this. Like, what the fuck? So I went back to the hospital, and I was like, yo, I can't keep taking these pills like this. Like, I'm going to die. And I was like, yo, my eye is black, man. Like, is this supposed to be happening? The fuck? The fuck is going on? I forgot what they, I think they wound up giving me another antibiotic and shit. I was like, man, like, this is how people get got like that. Yeah. And like it, nigga, and I'm still. Yeah. Because it hurt, because you take it, it takes the pain away. And then you feel good. And then when it wears off, you feel that pain and you pop it. And the next thing you know, you're hooked on that shit. I'm like, pain is okay. A little bit of pain lets you know you're alive. You have surgery, they cut you up, it's gonna hurt. Like, you ain't supposed to not feel nothing. So, mm mm. Um, yeah, so, oh, one more thing, um, I'm oh, sorry, what were you going to say? No, no, I was just going to say rest in peace to Prince, but go ahead. Um, no, I saw you all addressing it lately, and I have consciously made a decision to fall back, but also had to fall back from Twitter, but I saw y'all talking about, um, the estate laws a little bit, I didn't know if you wanted to go over that with the people, but while I, I happened to log in. And, see the, so, and I was having the same conversation at work and arguing with people, and I was I just I had to pull up the law. Like, look, it say this is what it say, <laughs> and I had to. But you know, you you authorized to go over it, so you might want to educate people. Twitter and law LLP. You know? No, I haven't read on. I don't know um, Minnesota. Every state has. If, so if you die with the will, you uh, divvy your prop- property however you like. You can put it to trust. You give it to charity, whatever. But your will controls. If you don't have a will, it's called, so if you call, if you die with a will, it's called testate, right? So, mm-hmm. you, and that goes into probate, it goes through the uh, process. If you die without a will, it's called intestate, meaning without a will. And then, it goes by the laws of your state. Different states have different laws. Most states try to divide your property the way they think that you, a, a normal person would, had they died. But there's different schemes to it. I believe 
that Minnesota, so in for instance, we'll use Pennsylvania because I know Pennsylvania because that's where my father died at. In Pennsylvania, um, your property, if you if you have a wife, um, in, in, any property that you have goes to your direct relatives um, equally. And I'm, I'm making this simplify because it's different shit depending on what it is. But basically, if you have a wife and you have, let's say, two children, your wife will get um, a third. You'll get a third. Your other kid will get a third. Generally, there are some problems. I mean, there's some complications, but that's called per stirpes, which basically means, okay, you left three people. We're going to divide it three ways. If you had, let's say you had a wife and two kids and one of, the, one of your children pre, pre-deceased you, then that child is out and just you and the, and the wife split it. That's called per stirpes. There are some states, though, they do representation, which means, okay, let's say you had a wife and a kid and a, and a, and a kid, and your kid predeceased you, but your kid had it. You have a grandchild. That grandchild will step up into your child's place and inherit in your child's position. Not all states do that. Some states say, look, if you die, that's it. Whoever's alive gets it. In Pennsylvania, you have to be a blood relative or you have to have accepted uh, responsibility for that child. So if you're if you have a wife who has a child from an outside marriage, and this is actually in a lot of states, and people don't like it, but it actually makes sense. If you have a, 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 a wife and has a kid from an outside marriage that's a stepchild, that's not your blood child, and you die without a will, not with the will, when you can live, leave it however you want, but you die without a will, that stepchild doesn't get anything because they're not your blood child. And the law looks at it like, look, that stepchild has a mother and a whole nother father that they can inherit shit from. So we're not going to let them inherit from this stepfather and their real father and blah, blah, blah. So that's how they cut it off. So, I mean, that's very general. And again, there's different things because, like, it, if, it depends on the property. If it's this much property, the stepmom gets this much up front, and then they split it. Different states do it different. But for the most part, that's it. So if you die in test state, however your state sets it up, and some states do a really good job. Like, Pennsylvania is good. Some states, you'd be surprised. The shit be all fucked up. So you got to be careful. Yeah, so so the point is, so in Minnesota, and I think I read it somewhere. I'm not gonna Google it, but I think they 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 do by representation, and that's gonna be a mess because if you do by representation, and them half siblings can probably get something. If you did it by perturbing, only his real sister would get it because that's how it works. Like, okay, he didn't have any children. His mother and father are deceased because it goes usually it goes wife and children. It goes down. It goes out and it goes down. Say you don't have a wife, say you don't have a children, then it'll go up to your parents. You don't have no parents, then it goes out to cousins and so on. They'll go out now, they'll try to give it to your, your relatives as much as possible. But he doesn't have he does his both his parents predeceased him, he doesn't have children. So it goes to siblings. They go they keep blood it goes blood relations out. If it was Pennsylvania, it would be his blood his siblings. So it would be this the sibling of both his mother and his father would be him and his one sister. But since they do representation is getting complicated because now those other people can step up depending on whose mom and father and who lived with who and did they did they live with y'all all y'all like it's it's a mess but i mean whatever it don't matter he's dead now so as long as it don't fuck up the music um yeah. and i hope they could i hope they could work it out yeah um yeah i just wanted the people to hear that because i was sitting there working i was like what were they arguing about because 
So they were saying, they were like, oh, um, you know, it's just he only got one sister. She's going to get everything. And I was like, not necessarily. He has half siblings. What the law says, and I was like, no, it don't. It don't say that. <laughs> no, <laughs> they, the law says different things in different states. Yeah, and I was like, so I pulled up Minnesota law, or Minneapolis. Is it Minnesota? Minnesota. I pulled up Minnesota law, and it don't, it don't say that. It says including half siblings. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, every, I just pulled up the, the, every, the attorney jargon, but I was just like, look, y'all, I'm not arguing, but here it go right here. This yeah, thing. every law is different. That's why it's best to have a will because, you know, you don't want that. And plus, just like, yo, that let me tell you, my father, you thank God Pennsylvania did it the way, you know, he would have wanted to do it. But that's a horrible thing to do. Your, your relatives, man, they they grieving and you gone and they got to bury you and, and arrange a funeral and be and mourn and then they got to worry about these fucking scavenge ass relatives and, and niggas coming around and you know what I mean like that's terrible like that's very selfish like don't you you dead and you in the upper room and all your troubles laid your burdens down and you got us down here stressed out cause you ain't do you know what I mean you ain't put your shit in order let's say that's not cool like right or well even if you don't have and and, and you know it, People are like, oh, I don't have nothing. You got a house? You got a house? Because I'm going to tell you, you're going to be surprised how savage niggas act when you die. And, oh, grandma, I lived in that house. Well, I gave grandma money for the heat bill. Well, grandma, I'm even like, trust me, nigga, write a will how you want it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Rest in peace, Prince. I, I can't process it, though. One of these days I will. All right. Let's move on. We're going to save... Lemonade for last, cause it's jokes. All right. Um, let's hit on the old the, the teenager that got um killed in the bathroom. All I wanted to say about that, the reason I wanted to talk about it, not so much that it happened, and it happened was bad enough. But was you were you on Twitter? I know you don't be on the weekends. I don't think it was a weekend. Were you on Twitter when niggas was on there talking about how these girls shouldn't be charged as adults and they just kids? And when you a kid, you did all kind of crazy shit too. Listen. Uh, in a week, too. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I was a kid. I was 15. Do teenagers do dumb shit? Yeah. You ever jumped anybody when you was in high school? Uh, I ain't never jumped nobody. I damn sure ain't never killed nobody. I damn sure ain't never jumped and killed nobody on no fucking fuck boy, boy. And jumping was like, I always thought that was a weak nigga. It is. It is. Well, apparently now with these new niggas, that's the hot shit to do. When we was in school, that was bitch shit. You had you squared up on a fair one. You and, and y'all fought and somebody won and somebody lost, and whoever lost had to shut the fuck up or try again. You know what I'm saying? Like we didn't do that jump shit. Exactly. Jump shit was for punk. That was punk shit. Like we didn't do that. But I guess now it's the shit. Nobody can't fight one on one. Everybody got jumped. Cause you know, these kids was raised by crap. Um But yeah. um they never been my and quite frankly, you do savage shit, you get savage consequences. I mean, I don't feel sorry for them. Yeah. Um, You're just not going to sell me that. If I understand it's a 15-year-old, a teenager. We all been teenagers. We all know that teenagers don't act like grown adults. But 15 years old is old enough to kill. And it's old enough to know that you're killing somebody. And it's old enough to know that you're jumping this girl in this bathroom and, 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 and stomping her out. And if she died, guess what? Well, did she die, though? Yes, she did. You got to go to jail. And now I don't want you ain't care. You wasn't caring about your mom and your dad and all this shit when y'all was fucking fighting over this little boy. Now here you go in court. And I'm supposed to give a fuck because you 15? No. 
You can go to jail. I ain't saying you got to go to jail the rest of your life. And I ain't saying we're going to send you to the death chamber because you are a teenager and we understand that teenagers don't think like adults. But you're going to go to jail. You're going to go sit for, for a while. You're going to think about that shit. Because that dumb people, they 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 relative is dead and gone. They never gonna see them again. They can go put some flowers in the grave marker. That's it. Your mama can come see you. Your mother can come write you letters. And I hate when niggas say that shit. Oh, we both lost a child. No, you didn't. You can get on that bus. It might be inconvenient, but you can get on that bus. You can go off to jail. And you know, you can know in your heart that your child is somewhere alive. You might not get to see them, but you know they on this earth. They not gone from you forever. They here. So. I don't like that shit. Oh, we I never get not getting to see them is different. They can write you a letter. You can go visit if you want to. That mother's kid is gone. They ain't got nothing but a fucking headstone to look at. So, fuck that. Shit, right, y'all need to act like you could just take a life and because they a kid, we supposed to have all the sympathy. That that person's still dead. B twelve. That person is still dead. You got paid for that, son. All right, dude. That's all, huh? Okay, I like to look at things for the attention, right? So y'all knew I don't I don't care what y'all said. These are high school girls, they're not they're not fucking elementary school, they're not right. middle school kids. Yeah, so they in high school, they're not little kids. At this point you know you, you you're gearing off to go to college or heading to your career or the military or whatever. You're you're on your road to becoming an adult. At this point you know right and wrong. You know that jumping somebody can lead to them guy, right? Especially you got multiple people on one person. You you, you you know that at this point. You probably aren't consciously aware of it in the moment, but you should be. Like, that's not my fault. That's your fault. Um, but, yeah, I'm not going to feel sorry just because, you know, you're 16, but you, you savagely beat up. And you beat up this young lady. And not only did you beat her up, but you conspired with other people yep. to beat her up at one time. Like, Nah, that's some, that's some, I don't care who did it, whether it was a, a 16-year-old or a 20-year-old, y'all, y'all both did the same thing, like, y'all both know better, and that's, to me, it's like, what else, what did you expect to happen when you do shit like that? Over some nappy-head boy who probably don't like neither one of y'all, like, right. don't forget y'all names in a week, man, right? y'all serious? Right. Now, fuck that, man, they, they, go to jail, I'm sorry if that makes me sound harsh, but, no. I'm sorry. Yeah, go, go and sit. And I'm just like, I don't know. I'm like, I guess I've never been in love like these bitches been in love. Because I ain't never jumped nobody over no boy or girl or nobody else. Like, like nigga, me. if you're going to have me out here fighting like this, we just ain't meant to be. You're going to go ahead and go with that nigga because I don't love you like that. They, I don't love you like she love you. <laughs> go right. And, and I ain't never going to. You better go the hell on over there. Because <laughs> y'all, 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 whatever y'all got is, you know. Yeah, it's stronger than, than, than me. Yeah, I ain't never, that ain't ever been my stage. Might have, I might have popped off at the mouth, got emotional, had some shit to say. Right. But that's it. That's where that shit ends. Yeah. I'm not going to let nobody disrespect you. I'm not going to let nobody disrespect me. But to, when to be fighting between you you and you and them, look, sis, this is what this is what I got over here. I got these three oranges and two quarters and this dental floss. This is what I got. I don't know what they got or she got over there, but, you know, if you like that package better, you better go on over there and get it, because what's not going to happen is we not going to be fighting in the street. Nah. Or, or anywhere else, goddammit. And if you cared about me, you wouldn't have us fighting in the street. You go ahead on and, you know, make your decision and, 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 and whatever. I'll just, you know, tweet through it or whatever the case. Yeah. 
Um, but, 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 but that's not to be confused with. If somebody step up in my face, I'm not going to start the fight. Right. That's what I'm saying. I'm not going to let you disrespect me. You, we're not going to, we're not going to do that, but I'm not jumping no other girl or guy or how, whatever the fuck y'all do over these niggas or these girls or, and these, and you know, these little baby studs up in the club, they all think they Tupac and shit. Why are you touching to my girl? Sis, 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 shorty, whatever your name is. Raquanda, you want me to call you Jeff? Count Jeff? Nah, fuck. I'm not interested in that broad. Okay, you need to come get her. She was over here talking to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm really not pressed. You know how they are. Everybody, these motherfuckers swear they John Blaze. Like, nigga, I will kill you. <laughs> I will kill you. I'm not I'm not for play. You out here fucking playing gangster. I'm a real gangster. I will kill you. Get the fuck away from me. Yeah. I ain't no killer, but don't push me. That's all I got to say. Um, okay, so that, we, we did that. Um, let's move on to your girl, Brittany Griner. Bing, bing. Yes, yes. You Yo, is the baby daddy. We have been, uh, trailing this case since. Yeah, we've been giving y'all updates. So we got a Griner update, which is. She got to pay that child support. Got to pay it. I told you. Didn't I tell you? I was like, it don't make sense. The only way she's not going to be able to pay that child support is if it turns out that they didn't sign no paperwork, they didn't do no IVF, it's nobody's name on no paperwork, and she fucked that dude and that dude, and that's that, that dude's baby. That's the only way. But I didn't see that. I'm like, it can't be because the judge, it wouldn't have still been going on. They, could, they would know that. They would have known when the shit was filed. Whether there was paperwork or not, and if it wasn't, it wouldn't have went this far. The judge would be like, "Okay, we're gonna have the paternity test. Who's who's father? Oh, it's this child's father. Okay, I don't see any paperwork here that said that you agreed to take care of this, you know, man's kid. So that would have been that. So I so I knew it. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't remember what I was saying. I think I was saying the same thing. Um, but I mean, to me. It's gonna be hard to paint a story. It was hard to paint a story anyway of how you weren't like no no ain't no lesbian nowhere or no fake lesbian gonna just up and decide hey let's go I'm gonna go to the clinic and get me some semen yeah now wait now it now. might could it might could but it's highly unlikely now now you are not telling the truth you know these motherfucking dykes be doing that shit you know these motherfucking dykes meet you at the club be moved in the next day and in six months got a whole fucking family. But but that's what I mean. I'm I'm saying like she didn't. Glory didn't get up and go solo. Like it was a hey, we about to get married and we gonna have oh, a little family. Right. Like it was a joint effort. So what I'm saying is, it's hard for Brit Brittany to sit there and try to spin this narrative like oh she did it on her own. Right. I ain't got nothing to do with it. I didn't believe that shit anyway. Cause like like I was telling you, I was like, but them niggas got arrested. They both went to jail. They both yeah. got out. They got back together. So Brittany, I'm not believing this. I was I was. I mean, I think they set you up. I think they set you up. But, like, that's on you, son, because that, that's what... Stop fucking with straight girls. Stop fucking with straight girls with marbles in their heads. Like, you know, I, just, I don't know what to tell you. Like, she saw you coming. She she saw you coming. And I don't mean to drag straight girls, but y'all gotta... Y'all gotta... The straight girls that, that just like Mimi, y'all, y'all gotta... Y'all gotta... Y'all gotta M.O. And it's real corny. Yeah, am, am I breaking up again? You hear me? No, I can't hear you. Okay. Um, yeah, I have nothing to add to that. 
Color contacts is a dead giveaway. <laughs> dead giveaway. Oh, that girl ain't no good. Run the other way. Nothing but the devil. Nothing good ever comes to color contacts. Trust and believe. Um, <laughs> the devil. For real. Like, it's just, did they say how much she has to pay, though? I, I didn't. I just, I just saw the headline. I was like, knew it. I didn't really read it. They say how much she had to pay? I might have saw a figure, but I don't remember it. Don't hold me to it. I don't know how much Britney makes. I know she's at the top of the scale, but like. I did remember that. It was, um, she makes 1.1 million. Um, she only makes 100,000 in the league. In, in, in our American league. That's a goddamn shame. 100,000. her money. She plays in, don't get me the line. I, I want to say plays Greece. in China. China. Because she'd be, uh, she'd be on the gram when she in China. She plays in China, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, okay. China. So she get all her money from endorsements in, in, in yeah. China. Okay. A hundred grand. Right. Anyway. And that's on the high end. That's what I'm saying. She's a star. My salary. That's what I'm saying. Right? That's what I'm saying. She's probably the biggest star. Like, nigga, I make more than you. Um, That's why I ain't fuck with WM. I'm like, why don't you go for him? Because, man, them niggas only make a hundred grand now. When I was coming out, they made like 80. And then you're going to go do what? Coach a team? No thanks. And those are those those people that make that are anomalies. Them they make regular ass thirty five. I know, I know. And and if you're not the Britney Griner or the Candace Glover, you ain't getting no. You ain't Candace Glover. Candace, um, what's her name? What's Candace's last name? Uh, she got married to what's his name? Um, yeah, what's her last name? Candace Williams. Yeah, if you ain't that level type level player, or the, you ain't getting no ads, you ain't getting no endorsements. No one know the fuck you is. So, you know. And Britney lucky, cause she a dyke, cause you know they don't want to get a dyke's nothing. If she wasn't such a such a dominant player, she wouldn't even get those ads. If she wasn't dunking and shit, cause you know they don't be giving the gay shit in that league either. They be sweeping us under the rug. It's probably when she punched that girl in the face when she was at Baylor, made her famous. Yeah, I don't know. I think the dunks made her before. That's how I knew her from the dunks. Nah, I'm just bullshitting. But uh, <laughs> she faded the shit out of that girl though. Um. Yeah, so that's your update. So I guess that's the end of that because that's all we was waiting for. So the saga ends. She the baby daddy. She got paid for that baby. She 18. 18 got years. You for 18 years. You got trapped by straight girl. Like, oh my God, that's an L, B. Like, that's that's an L. Like, that's that's like the, the, the highest shame for a lesbian. I don't know if y'all know. To get st- to get trapped by a straight girl and got to pay for a baby. That's just- yeah, this is some new level like next next world shit. This is horrible. This is like some gay inception. This is horrible. Like got, like it used to be a joke. Like you know we could be like got to be more careful for real. You, you got to- for real got to be more careful. You gotta you gotta run these bitches through a background check. So how right. how many dicks have you had? How long since your last dick? Now you okay. gonna have. Now you're going to have all the all dice going to the clinic like, I ain't signing my name on them. Right, I ain't signing that. What is that? I'm not signing no receipts around your ass. You I'm buying diapers, though, but I ain't signing that paper. At all. And, if, and, and the next step is you ain't got to listen. That's why God bless y'all dykes, y'all studs. I know y'all love y'all little ready-made families. I'm going to be somebody baby. I'm not trying to be nobody baby daddy. I'm not saying that I'm anti-kid. Like I'm not saying if I find somebody who can't Maybe I'm old as fuck. I don't know, but I'm just saying, don't come to me with your one year old, two year old. We can't. No, nope, 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 nope. Because I have, I have gotten all this far in my life childless on purpose. Because 
I can't no. So won't get me. I don't play that shit. That's another reason why I kind of want. I, I kind of like them young. Less chances that. Well, all you got to do is stay away from straight girls first of all, and the and the and the and the chances of that go down real low anyway. So whatever. Okay, we did that. Let's go to the Birdman interview. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot to write that down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit. This is what I want to say about that. Because I don't got shit to say about Birdman. I think he's corny. But, like, y'all y'all rappers and, and whoever else that's always rolling up in the breakfast club, like, y'all going to intimidate Charlemagne. Like, y'all going to check Charlemagne. Charlemagne be unbothered. This is, like, the second or third rapper that has tried to come in there and, and, and body up on him. And, and it ain't work. The nigga done said where he's from. He said he hustled before. I heard he got some 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 real goons with him. I'm not saying he's, you know, Frank Lucas or nothing, but nothing about Charlotte. And I'm not saying I'm even, you know, Charlotte. Charlamagne says some dumb shit a lot. But nothing about him gives he used to be on the radio in Philly too. That's where he right. came from. Nothing about him says punk to me. Nothing about him says punk. And and y'all rappers for sure ain't no gangsters. We all know that. Here you is, 50-year-old man. You and your little old man crew. Ain't nobody in there probably was under 30. Y'all rolling up in a radio station with eight niggas deep. You 50 years old to to, to to intimidate a radio host on air. I don't even understand. Like, nigga, do you know how much of a clown you are for that shit? Right. Like, you walked in there demanding the exact opposite of what anyone should give you. Respect like, my name, y'all. Oh, dear, y'all, y'all gonna put some respect on my name. The funniest part of the shit was Angela's face. <laughs> right. Uh, Angela was sitting there like, <laughs> then you know what she made me like when they left, and she was like, like "All right." She was like, "I had notes. I went." To, she took the she took the papers and like and like did this on the desk with them. Like, she was like, all right, that shit made me, oh my God, I fell out when she did that. Yeah, that part took me out too. Like, I had notes. Damn. <laughs> I, um, usually I get into the car too late when I'm heading to work now to catch the beginning of the interview, but heard that one and I saw y'all tweeting about it. I get to work and I'm just like, Oh, let me let me put this on. Let me see what he's talking about. Maybe something about to go on. Something's happening. Whatever, nigga. First of all, I knew this shit was gonna be bad when I pulled it up and I only saw that the, the clip was two minutes long. Like, fuck happened? Okay, you know maybe maybe emergency. And I listened to this nigga, nigga. Like, first of all, he walked in there like an old church auntie. <laughs> Walked into the back of the choir to get the kids that was fooling around. Like, he walked in there. Y'all gonna put respect on my name. I'm saying. Right. Well, now, we ready? Is you finished or is you done? <laughs> like, you don't even realize you look so foolish. So you got all these niggas around you, right? So you talking big and bad. Y'all like 50. All of y'all are old niggas. Like... And the part, the part that took me out, aside from the notes, the part that really took me out. So you make this big ass scene, and you try to make this real dramatic exit, and you can't even get the fuck out. Bro, it was so tight. It was so tight. They couldn't get out. You notice? They notice they pushed all the chairs in. Now you just standing there waiting for all these niggas to move, and everybody just looking at you and back your head because you can't fool me. They pushed the chairs in. Cause they had to, 
couldn't get out. And like, my thing, dog. Like, even if you didn't want to do the interview, you came in there. Obviously, we had a chip on your shoulder. But Charlamagne asked you, like, what you mean? Did you roll up on Ross and trick daddy like this? Like, you can't even. Don't nobody in the room know what's going on. Nobody. Not one person. And none of them said nothing about you, Birdman. They doing interviews. Ross came in there and talked shit about you. Trick daddy. Guess what Charlamagne said? Hey, man, I'm radio guy. You rolling up on Ross and Trick? I'm rolling up on you, nigga. He thought he was so hard. Like, my nigga. You are sitting in a econo chair. Fucking, uh, what's some shit called? Ergonomic. <laughs> ergonomic office chairs. Squeeze tight as fuck in a radio station with, like, eight niggas. Yeah, like what are you doing? And like, you all like, oh, you know, I'm I'm pulling up on you, but you had a schedule of fucking. Interview. You're not pulling up on me, right? And then that's that's the part that people's like, see, I, I knew where you was gonna be at, but I made that be some gangster shit, nigga. Right. Then what are we doing here? <laughs> like, like if you okay, you don't want to run on up on me when when you know where I'm at because you think that's gangster shit, okay? So what is the purpose? What is this right here then? Like, why'd you come here? Like, I don't understand. Like, you could have sent an email in all caps to get your feelings out. <laughs> right? Caps, 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 caps. Shit. Who you fitting to try? Like, you, you, you dead ass came storming in that room preaching about respect, and you did the, like, who the f- You can put respect on my name. I ain't playing all three of y'all. I said what I said. You finishes, you done. Angela was killed. Oh, my that shit. She was just sitting there like. She looked like she wanted to laugh. So <laughs> She's like, all right. <laughs> oh my God, it was so funny. <laughs> he clowned himself. Like, do you. And now you a mean nigga. Like, you a Snapchat filter. Niggas put the Jordan face on you. You were so stupid. Like, he's a clown. Like, what were you doing, dude? You could have canceled the interview. Like, come in here for what? Like, he swore he was doing nothing funnier. When they can swear they're doing something and, and just be looking a fun fool. Like, what are you doing? That was one of the most... I don't even know what you call that shit. That was... That's some wild shit, man. <laughs> and now you a joke, nigga. Now you a joke. <laughs> respect it's like, on my name. I got respect for Birdman for everything that he's done. <clears throat> I listened to most of that Angie Martinez interview. I didn't even listen to that shit because I didn't care. I'm like, nigga, you can't top that. Like, what? I'm not going to listen to you now. If perhaps he was going to address his antics in the morning, and um, I don't think that he did. I, I can't. Um, I can't listen to you. I don't like nigga. You, I, nobody wants to listen to you after that shit. Like, <laughs> who wants to hear what you have to say? Nobody. Yeah. So, so, so that's that. That was some corny shit. Uh, all, all respect for everything you've done, built your empire. That you too damn old to be acting that way, dog. Nigga's fifty. He's way older than me, so I'm saying he's pushing a good fifty. Might be even older than that. Cause you know, niggas be lying, lying about their age. He gotta be though, right? Gotta be. He, uh, yeah, he forty-seven. I think. Oh, he's fifty. <laughs> niggas old, like too old for that. I mean, you ain't old, but you know, too old for that shit. Um, I'm an old young nigga, a young old nigga. Right, like, like, just, come on, man. The thirty is too old for that shit. Like, that's uh, anyway. That shit was hilarious. Well, all right, I, I had my notes. I was, she was like, wait a minute, what about my notes? <laughs> and then just trying to segue into commercial. 
<laughs> Angela was sitting there. You know how like when in the movie, like when somebody break into the bank and 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 they got their guns out and everybody just sitting there like trying. Not, that's how she was looking. She was looking like, okay, <laughs> what am I supposed to do here? Like they was all tight, like it was so small, and they was like all scrunched up in that one little space. Oh my god, it was so funny. And then when they left, they pushed the chairs in. Mad deep, all right, did nigga. Like they ain't no gangster. You pushing the chairs in? We talking about? <laughs> oh they man, wait your turn to get out the room. <laughs> right, like in the crowded ass elevator or some shit. <laughs> You storming out slow as fuck, nigga. Like, excuse, <laughs> excuse me. Part, all right, wait. All right, me. You got it. All right. Okay. All right, my turn. <laughs> How you gonna storm out in slow motion, nigga? <laughs> Niggas gotta get out your way, so you got to do They gotta hold the door for you so you can get out. <laughs> storming out. I would have threw, like, a paper ball at his head or some shit, man. <laughs> I would have been no you ain't even spin the right way out of the chair, bro. You spun the other way. <laughs> you had to go around the chair. Oh, my God. It was just everything was wrong with it. It was like a comedy sketch. And she was like Dave Chappelle joint. <laughs> it was. And then, like, your niggas, like, you ain't even time it right. So you getting up. They still sitting down. And you're like, come on, nigga. Like, <laughs> nigga, when I get up, you get up. Remember what we said. I said, I said, I'm gonna come in here. I'm, 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 I'm gonna be rough. And then when I get up, we all gonna get the same time. Nigga, you fucked it up. Jay, you was in the way. I told you go out first. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. Oh, God. Anyway, <laughs> that was hilarious. So, we have arrived at Lemonade. I'm going to let you go first, because y'all say I be hating. I don't feel like I be hating. I like Beyonce. I don't like her fucking fans. I'm going to let you go first. You gave Beyonce um the, the acknowledgement. I sure me. did. I recognize all sovereigns. I am not a hater. Um, yeah, but so it came what Saturday. I was yeah. it was at the house, and I seen one time, and I was like, "Yo, yo, that Beyonce special," and everybody looked at me like, "So, nigga," because they was watching pranks or some shit. So I was like, "Fuck it, what?" Wait till I get home. What was they um, watching? Some kind of I don't know if it was all Prince's videos or some kind oh, of prank. Okay. So everybody looked at me, including. My girl, everybody looked at me and was just like, fuck that, you know, whatever, whatever. So I bring my ass home, and I put on that Beyonce, and I'm watching that Beyonce. And here comes somebody. What's this? No, it's nothing. It's nothing. <laughs> it's and now she can't turn that shit off. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, well, I thought you didn't want to see it. Mm-hmm. I love you. Um, but I think that it's not... I will say this. It's not my favorite. Right. However, I am very proud of how brutally honest it is and how emotionally true it is and how dark it is. Um, we don't ever, we've never gotten this dark Beyonce. But how, well, I have noticed, and I've commented on it before, and you have too, of just since she's had the baby, mm-hmm. she's kind of on this journey of like, finding herself and opening up and just living as her true natural being. And this album is the epitome of that. It's everyone's talking about it being, you know, her death threat to Jay and, and shit like that. Stupid. All I want to say is, um, 
Beyonce is an incredible artist, and if you all haven't noticed, she always has some kind of song that's relatively ambiguous and could apply to her life, but it very well just might be some random fucking song she's singing, right? Now, do I think that it has addressed some some things? Yes, because this uh, post-baby shit-talking Beyonce has said some very blatant things that were just blatant shit-talking. When she referenced the elevator in that flawless remix, I was just like, oh shit, all right. Um, But this album, I think it is a pile of emotions that she's probably been holding on to since she was a child, right? And she's been forced to put out, like, this poppy music that's made her the entity that she is. But this album is... It's it's an incredible album. Again, it's not my favorite, but I do love the artistic aspects of it and, like, just how raw it is. Like, I advocate for very raw art and music and things that come directly from you. And you can feel how... Um, how much she was relating to the to the shit that she was saying, you know? Mm-hmm. And it, I've seen people argue that it was Tina's story that she's telling. We're going to get on that next because people are stupid. Go ahead. It, but I, mean, <clears throat> I, 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 I can't tell you what it's about, but I do know that whether it's all true or it's partly true or it's just little snippets of I things that are clearly, true. obviously true. <laughs> or, or whatever it is, um, I know that she she felt it, and it's it's clear. And that's how you know that it's true. Yeah, see, I don't I don't want to get into it. I don't want to, you know. I, I don't know what's going on between Uncle Sean. I mean, and, we don't know every detail. Is it documentary? No, but we have had events that have occurred that we could not make sense of, or we were joking about. But now that this is out, and we go back and we look at it, we realize that it's true, for the most part. I'm in my business. Unless yeah. Solange is just crazy and just beating Jay-Z's on the elevator and asking the elevator for no reason. Look, I don't know, but the album, the album is, is, is a good album. Um, you say it's not your favorite. All. What's your favorite? My favorite album of hers? Not the Destiny's Child, the, huh? No, it's probably her first one. Um, what was the first Dangerous one? Dangerous in Love. Oh, what's on that one? Is that the one with Ego on it? What's on that no. one? No, Ego is, uh, is that B-Day? Couldn't tell you. B-Day's up there, too. No, Ego is, um... Ego was the one with the dual disc. Like, I Am Sasha Fierce. It was that oh, one. that was hard. I didn't like that one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but B-Day is up there. B-Day is up there. Um, Dangerously in Love, B-Day. I feel like I Am Sasha Fierce is what I said about Rihanna with Loud. When you gotta get them an album and you just throw the here you, here you go, nigga, and just, like, leave. I feel like that's what I... Yeah. yeah. Well, B Day, um, B Day was a masterpiece. Like that shit came. That's out the one with four on it. Which one is the one with four? Four is the album's name is Four. Yeah, that's, with that's not B Day. Uh-uh. B Day is B- the one with Dangerous and Love on it, right? No, B Day has um, Freakum Dress. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, all right, uh, I remember them. Yeah, those those joints. Upgrade you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the type. That's the, the see that and people. Y'all think I be taking? Sh- I don't be taking shots. I'm being honest. Like, I don't like a lot of her music. This is the first album that I like, and this one, and not the first, the second one. This one and Beyonce, because she has. I like one. I like one out of every four of her songs. I just, she's a great artist. She's a great live performer. I just don't like all her music. There's there's whole parts of albums that she has. Like, oh yeah, I like this song. Oh yeah, I like that song. Skip, 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 skip. 
like four, you know what I mean, like four or five songs in a row that I just don't want to hear. Or I'll hear it one time just to say I heard it and I never need to hear it again. And that's just, that's just the truth. Like, I, I don't know what you want me to say. Like, if you're a Beyonce fan, I understand. Like, I'm trying to think of an artist who I like every song they do that, you know, but I understand it's not the greatest song, but I like it because I'm a fan of them. I can't think of nobody right now. Maybe Madonna. You know, I'm not acting like every song that she, I mean, that's not a good example because Madonna got this song. But you know what I'm saying? Like, there's an artist, you like the song because you like the artist. It ain't necessarily a great song. And that's why the hive gets on your nerves because it's like, listen, Beyonce is Beyonce. Nobody's taking anything away from her, but like all oh, her catalog is not the greatest out there. It's just not. Like, yes, she has great hits that we all know, and they're all iconic hits, but on it be 12 songs on them on them albums and be like four or five that you like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's all that's what I'm saying about that. But this limit and, and the lemonade, honestly, like I I, I'm trying, uh, whatever, I'm just going to say what I'm going to say, because y'all going to try to make it whatever. I love this album. It's all over the charts, but I want to see where it is in two weeks, because I feel, not that it's not a great album, but I feel like all the stands have gotten it, and it's great, and everybody's listening to it, and, they, and, and they're going to get it, but does it have legs? I'm wondering, does it have legs? Because Freedom, is that a radio hit? No. Right. What I can hear on the album is really a radio album. That's what I'm saying. So Six Inch Heels is great. Um, Sorry is great. My point of, it's a great album. It's her best album ever, I think. She's very personal all that, but I'm not sure if it's got legs. Whereas Anti, and not to compare them, but I am going to compare them because I still think Anti is the best album out thus far that I've heard. We ain't heard views yet. Anti Needed Me is creeping up the charts, and it's not done, and Work is still on the charts, and we still ain't heard Love on the... It's so many it's so many other songs on that album that you know are going to be hits. So that's what I'm saying. I'm not sure that Lemonade has... I, that, to, in my opinion, album-wise, take away the visuals and the personal and all this shit that I'm about to tell y'all, but just album-wise music, anti, I put it on, I press play. I don't skip any songs. Um, Lemonade been out, what, two days now? I listen to I'll tell y'all right now, and it's a great album. Like it's, I'm please don't take this as me dissing out the gal. The album is fan fucking tastic, but I'm just telling you when I when I decide like what's a great album for me is do I put that album on and press play and listen to it over and over and over and over several times a day every day and don't skip nothing. And on here I listen to Hold Up, Don't Hurt Yourself, nigga. Don't Hurt Yourself is a motherfucking jam. That shit kicks you in your fucking chest. That is That shit is, oh my God, that is the greatest shit, one of the greatest songs I ever heard. That shit is fire. Sorry, the cancer of me appreciates the petty. I'll listen to that song because I feel that shit. Yes, that's me. Six Inch, mean, 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 mean track. And I know y'all don't like The Weeknd, and y'all say he sing like a Billy Goat, and y'all might be right, but that motherfucker comes in on that motherfucking bass and floats, and that it song, hit. It hit. oh, that song is lit, lit up, oh, it's it's great, somebody on Twitter, I don't know who it was, said that Beyonce said, you was in that video like a Shanti bitch, I'm gonna show you how to scoop, when she was told to walk with the crawl, yo, whoever said that, primo joke, that shit still got me laughing, um, Daddy Lessons, which we're gonna talk about, cause there's, you know, the white people don't want it to be country, whatever, 
I like. I skip Love Drought. I skip Sandcastles. I skip Forward. Freedom. Yes, ma'am. Hard hitting, kick you in the chest. Love that song. I don't listen to All Night. I never really like Formation. So, one, two, three, four, five, six out of 12. So, that's half the album that I like. So, when y'all ask me why I say, why, I'm, I mean, I don't, I don't know what you want me to say. Like, I know y'all love Beyonce, and I know y'all love Slow Jams and all that, and it's great. This is an awesome album. All I'm saying is that's why, that's why, in my objective opinion, I think Anti is a better album. Do I think it's a better experience? No, because it's no, you know, if she would have released a visual like Beyonce did, maybe I think, put it like this: I think the visual movie that Beyonce released with it, and the fact that she's letting her business out, and it was her and Jay, and she's been doing what I've been, what's been, what I've been wanting her to do forever, which is drop the facade, drop the perfect, and be personal and be a little messy, like I like my rock stars. That's a huge part of it that puts it over the top. But just as an album, I think. And what do you think? You agree with me, or you think Lemonade's better? Nah, um. I'm really kind of torn on how to compare the two. I, I think they're both really great albums. As far as being able to play it through, um, I definitely will play it anti-through well before I play that. In fact, I don't think that I've even listened to this album all the way through, to be quite right. honest. Right, and that's um, just, and, and people going, that's not you taking the shot. That's, that's what I'm saying, and I've heard that from a lot of people. I've heard that from a lot of people, because they say I'm biased. I'm like, okay, but I don't feel like I'm biased. When Rihanna makes some trash, I would say it. Yeah, I don't. I, I think I'm pretty objective as far as my um, how I'm able to, you know, converse on my my, my favorite artists and things like that. I'm, I'm a Beyonce fan, but this, like I said, it's not my favorite project. Yeah. Um, I I guess maybe because I'm accustomed to pop B and, and R&B B versus this, you know, dark. I mean, but I like it. I like truth. Why you say it's dark? Everybody say it's dark. I don't feel like it's dark. Everybody got the darkness and the cheating and the anger out of it, but that's not what I got from it. No, but it is. It, it's also dark because it feels like it's an album. The album takes you on a journey with the right. album itself and also with, you know, the videos. Like, it's a clear... I, I see this woman who's just kind of out in the world finding herself and, and, and thinking back on her past experiences with her father, with her family, you know what I'm saying, with everyone, with Chad, as a mother, you know, her teen years, things like that. Like, this is what I'm watching this woman watch herself progress through on this album. And it's, it's it, to me, it's dark because it's everything that we've ever thought and, like, those emotions that we felt as young women or, or you know, like, at different different facets, like negative things that she's never addressed before, they're all on this album, right? And so it's kind of that's why because we're used to, to be singing about you know being the the top bitch or or being in love or, or partying, you know, some 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 happy shit. And this is like whereas it does have some of that shit talking stuff, for the the vast majority of this shit is dark, and it's like it's real like. Yeah, I'm still here, but this shit is fucked up over here. Or, you know, I was kind of lost and confused over there, and I don't really know what to do with this. And That's why I loved it. I was so uncomfortable when she. What's the song where she says, "If I, if you want me to take her, take, put on her skin or wear her skin or something like that." What song was that? When she said, "I was," oh no, it was the spoken word that was speaking over. I don't know what song it was on, and I was just like, "God damn!" If Beyonce, fine as she is. 
is is like really had a moment and of course we know she don't really mean this we all have self-doubt but i'm like beyonce was actually like envious of another bitch like like really like to me that doesn't seem unlikely or that doesn't what I said, to me, that doesn't seem unlikely or impossible. Like, no, I'm not like, saying it's impossible. It just hit me in the chest. Like, yo, nigga, you just got to believe. Like, you just, like, everybody feels that way. Like, don't, not, like, it just, to me, it just, it just, this is what I've been wanting from Beyonce. And this is what I've been trying to articulate. And I think I do. I think niggas is just stupid. Like, I don't take shots at her. This is what I've been trying to articulate and why Rihanna appeals to me so much more. And it's because of this. It's because the pristine, the, we, we never saw this. We ne- like, like, now I know that you, I mean, I knew you were a human, but, like, now I know you feel vulnerable, and you feel ugly, and you feel, like, neglected, you know what I'm saying, like, now, now, now that, that speaks to me, that touches me, because here's this fucking huge, iconic superstar who's fucking beautiful, who's the, who's an incredible talent, who has all these things, and she, and, 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 and at certain points in her life, she was made to feel like she wasn't enough, you know, and she gave that to us, that's that's that has was been my thing with Beyonce all this time when I'm like she's she just doesn't for me she doesn't do it for me I don't go up for her like y'all did and it was because of that because like yes how many times can you watch ten bitches in a row doing these dances and yeah they killing it and oh they but how many times can you watch that that's boring you know what I'm saying okay yes we're gonna do the stop oh we're gonna throw the wig oh we gonna I get it it's very good I'm not knocking it but like after a while it's boring. Like, I, I want to see you sloppy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to see you... Because to me, that's perfection. Like, take it back to Rihanna. Rihanna is messy. But when she's on that fucking stage in that fur coat with that fucking trophy, talking about, listen, they don't want me to be a role model. She is like the shit. She's a fucking rock star. Because she's like, look, this is me. I am here and all my faults and all whatever you want to say about me, it don't matter because I'm the fucking shit. And Beyonce has never given me that until now. And that's why I love that movie because I'm like, yo, when she was diving in the water and she was laying on the 50-yard line, she, she was just like barren. And of course, she didn't tell us everything. Of course, it's not a documentary. Of course, she gave us what she wanted us to see. But it was so vulnerable. She was so vulnerable. And she was so, like, personal. I felt uncomfortable. I was like, B, my nigga, can you write some of this in the diary? Because you you dragging my, my nigga Hope, who was my fucking hero. And <laughs> you dra- dragging this nigga like he not shit. But I got it. Because it's like, you know, this is what I felt. This is my anger. I'm doing all this. I'm holding up the world. And, and I'm being the baddest bitch. You, I, you, I'm the baddest bitch in the game. You said it. And, and here you is off with fucking Becky with the good hair who's a bop. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. You acting uh, like my daddy right now who did the same shit to my mom. Like, what the fuck? Like, I loved it. I loved it. I Just her vulnerability and her. And thank you, Beyonce, for giving us that. For, for, for letting us in like that and letting us know that you feel like that as well because you know we all on social media and we on Instagram and people out here scamming and doing all kind of shit because they think these people's lives are so perfect and it's like yo she fucking Beyonce Knowles felt like there was another bitch that she wanted to be because that chick had her man's attention so you know what I mean like I, I don't know if I'm articulating myself well but I'm just trying to say like just believe in yourself and just you know understand that like yeah, you know, everybody. Nobody's life is perfect. Like it could be, you know, like you, you it could be worse. <laughs> See what I'm saying, like, like I, 
I, that's why I liked it. It touched me so much. And I didn't think it was dark because I knew it. Like, when we were five minutes in, I was uncomfortable. I was like, okay, I know this is going to end well. She's taking us through the journey. They're going to make up at some point. I didn't know how it was going to play out. I knew it was coming. But, like, it took a while. Like, she didn't really make that turn. So I, I, and I timed it because it was making me so uncomfortable to the 35-minute point. So, well, like, five minutes past half is when the part with Jay came on. And I was like, oh, thank God, because I cannot take too much more of this. I was like, I was like, you got to pick. Where's the happy turn at? Like, what's happening here? So, um, yeah, it was, I loved it. And that's what I could have did. Everybody, I could have did without the spoken word. Y'all know how I feel about spoken word. And I guess that girl, y'all, like, she's a great poet. I'm just not into the shit. Like, I really could have did without it. I, I didn't need it, but whatever. Um. And that's why I liked it. It was great. I thought the part with <laughs> I thought Serena was a little bit much. I know Serena probably been texting Beyonce all year. BB, listen, I got flashes. I can twerk. Let me do it. <laughs> like I know she was like, "Come on, B. I'm gonna walk down the hall. You're gonna be on the crowd. It's gonna be real dope. And I'm gonna twerk, right? You gonna you know, like? I just I don't know. Whatever. It's great though. I, I ain't mad at Serena. I just was like, oh god, Serena got to twerk in everything. <laughs> um, yeah. Um. Oh, one more thing I wanted to say that I, I don't think I said before, um, but you know I'm a, I'm a relationship person and that that's just I've always been like that. Um, I liked how candid it was about the trials and tribulations of relationships because mm-hmm. um, the shit is not always you know it might look cool and pristine, but it might be some real shit going on mm-hmm. on the inside. And um, I thought that it was it dealt with that a lot, um, but just all kinds of relationships, as I've said before, but I, yeah, the, the all-encompassing theme was just truth and, and authenticity. Yeah, yeah. The, the part that I like, too, I'm glad you mentioned that, yeah. is the part with the, about the reconciliation with her father, because that's mm-hmm. what it was, and you niggas, some of you niggas is dumb, I guess Beyonce gotta put out the cliff notes, I guess putting headings on each part in the note, they were like, oh, she dragged her father, no, she didn't, that was the reconciliation, that's letting her know, look, my dad did this to my mom, and it was terrible, but my mom is married now, and she's happy, and that's still my motherfucking father, like, this the man who raised me, this the man who made me who I am, this the man, you know, like, that's what that part was about, showing them when they were little, like, and daddy, you know what I mean? Like, look, that's always going to be my father. Yeah, we had beef, and maybe we didn't talk for a little bit, and I don't appreciate what she did to my mom, but, like, that's the thing. Like, I saw a lot of people on Twitter saying that, too. I don't know if y'all was raised by wolves or what, but it's, like, I, it's nothing outside of, like, I don't know, molesting me, which would never happen, but, you know, some whack shit that we read about in the news. It would be nothing my father could ever, whatever happens between him and my mom, my mom is 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 deceased, but I'm saying Whatever ha- would have happened between him and my mom would have been between him and my mom. Would it affect, like, would I be mad if my mom had cheated on my, I mean, my dad had cheated on my mom after being married for however long? Of course. For breaking up our family? Of course. Make my mom feel like shit? Of course. But the relationship, that's still my father. Like, y'all marriage breaking up, that don't mean that you're not my father. That don't, you know what I mean? And I feel a lot, oh, I wouldn't, she don't fuck with Matthew no more. I'm like, you fucking idiot. You think she don't fuck with her father no more? Might she not be speaking to him? Might he not get the big piece of chicken? Might he not have gotten invited to Christmas dinner that year or whatever? You know, but that's still her father. And I like that part that she showed, like, listen, don't don't get it fucked up. This, this is still the man who raised me, and this is the man that made me what I am. And it ain't never, he never not going to be my dad. I like that part a lot. Yeah, so I've always gotten from her that she's very grounded. Like, she's very much about her family and maintaining her roots and just being in touch with her love. Like, I've always gotten that from her. 
I like that. I like that part a lot because I knew that wasn't going to fly. Even when he was on um, the Breakfast Club, and I feel I think he was front a little bit, and I feel like Charlemagne got him on that a little bit. But I was like, he ain't cut. Ain't no way that he he she gonna cut her. Not 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 your father. Period. Especially not that kind of father that put you that they groomed you like that and got you to where you at. Like you're not going. It's not gonna happen. So especially if your mom is remarried and moved on, it's like you know, okay, you know what I'm right. saying. On Instagram, so unbothered. <laughs> the caption queen. <laughs> She's my favorite. She is my favorite. She is such a mom. My captions be killing me. Yes, we are eating watermelon. It is so good. Me and hubby. <laughs> she started posting in videos. Be like, you do it, Miss Tina. You eat your watermelon. <laughs> she is such a mom. She was no mom. She'd be like, mom. When I found out Solange said we could, they call her the caption queen, I died. I'm like, yes, her captions just be so extra. You'd be like, mom, you couldn't just post a picture. You had to put a caption <laughs> at dinner. <laughs> She's the best. Um, yeah. So, um, and so that brings us to your girl. So everybody, so there's so many things to say about lemonade. First of all, white people, if y'all didn't know we call y'all Becky, and I, I know a lot of white people, and y'all know we call y'all Becky, and I don't feel like Becky is hard to figure out. Like, Becky is clearly a white girl. You know any black people named Rebecca? You might know one. Very few. Like, I didn't even know that was controversial. That go all the way. People say it go back to Sir Mix a lot, but it go before that. We've been calling Becky's Becky forever. We call him Becky. We call him Sue, Gretchen, any kind of random ass white name that only white people have, that's what we call y'all. But Becky is like universal. If you just finding out in 2016 that we call y'all Becky, I don't know what to tell you. You must don't know. No, I, I don't know where you've been living at. Because. Yeah, you've been under a rock. Yeah. But. I, this is. This is. This is. Two things. Now, y'all know I don't hate Kim. Y'all know I do not hate Kim Kardashian like y'all do. But if there's one fatal flaw that Kim Kardashian has, it was what we saw on Saturday night. It's when not to know. When to send the fuck down. Kim, it was Beyonce time. Beyonce was on HBO. Beyonce was dropping this album that everybody been waiting for forever. Ain't nobody wanted to see your party pick, sis. Not, nobody wanted to see that shit. And that was not the time. That was not the place. You like the girl that jumps up at the engagement party and announces that they getting engaged too. Like, you just don't do shit like that. Didn't want to see it. Nobody cared. And Rachel Roy, your pressed ass gonna post on there, oh, Becky, Becky with the good good hair, not worried, and now you want to play, listen, post your pick and go, you could have just posted your pick and went, you didn't need no caption, nobody would, nobody even knew who you was, sis, I mean, we knew, but for the most part, nobody knew, you didn't have to post that at all, I firmly believe it's Rachel Ward, because why else would you post that, you was trying, nobody says, that's a black shit, that's a black thing, she called you, be- listen, I speak proficient petty, Beyonce, you ain't never gonna hear this. I'm a cancer. I speak petty. I know petty. I translate petty very well. And you called that girl Becky with the good hair because she one of them Indian, one of them others, you know, the ones we always talk about that only want to be black when it's convenient, but, you know, probably talk white and act white and always want, you know, the ones we always talk about, probably one of them. So you call her Becky for that with the good hair because white America, I don't know if y'all know, but in the 
in the black culture, because of y'all and y'all racial stratification, people that have like more Caucasian hair or Indian hair, like Indian in your family, we call that quote fingers good hair, because according to y'all, black people has nappy and nasty and nigga hair and don't nobody want it, so they call that bad hair, and so they call hair that's more curly or straight or whatever, they call that good hair. So that's everything was shade about when she said Becky with the good hair, because she calling you a white girl with the good hair. It's not a good thing. So, and I firmly believe it was her because here you come up with this Instagram post with this little pressed ass caption. Couldn't even, the shit was still on the TV. And now you want to act like, oh, I don't believe in bullying, didn't bitch. You, nobody, you didn't have to post nothing. You could have watched it like all the rest of us and went on about your day. Right. So, I don't know what to tell you. And that's Dame Dash's ex wife, in case you didn't know. So, she has yeah, bad judgment I anyway. I don't have any comments on that shit other than, you know, I've said, I'm sure I've said it plenty of times how much I hate passive aggression and shit like that is why I can't understand it. Like, you know what you were doing when you posted that. You were reacting and just reacting. And then, you know, passive aggressive people play this, that damn ambiguous game. You know, they'll say some real vague shit. And then when they get called on out on it or approached about it, then it's nah, I was just playing. Like, oh, I didn't really say that. Hair. I was just saying my hair was good. Don't nobody say good hair, ho. Nobody. Yeah, so I, I have no country for shit like that. Say what you mean, mean what you say. Or don't no, say nothing. Yeah, or don't say nothing. It's, it's, it was so unnecessary. It was so unnecessary. Because if you was Becky, clearly he don't give a fuck no more. And he's on and back with his wife and his family. So you didn't have to post nothing. Yeah, um, that's all I got to say on that. I thought it was some weak shit. And now they're going to this person. Oh, it wasn't me. It was you. It was you. I know it was you because even when the elevator fight happened, that was the rumor. And I was, I was eh on it because it was two rumors. It was the first rumor was that she was mad because he was going to Rihanna's party. I didn't believe that. Why are you gonna be mad about? That's his artist. That's, I don't believe that. And this whole thing that people try to act like Beyonce and, and and Rihanna have this beef. I don't believe that either because Rihanna stand out. For Beyonce, did you see that clip? No. She did um six inch heels. So in the part where she usually does um, what song is she doing on that part? Uh, I can't remember what song she does on that part, but she mixed in needed. She mixed in um six inch heels with it. So I don't believe that at all. And actually, I, I kind of side eyed it, but now that I'm rethinking it, I, I'm I should probably have read that article because there was something on Twitter where on Radio One where they were saying that Beyonce owes a lot to Rihanna for this album. And I was like, here y'all go with that comparison shit. Here y'all go with that bullshit. But I think perhaps maybe what they were trying to say is the mood and the tone and the being really personal with it. Mm-hmm. That Because I could be making this up, but I feel like, first of all, Rihanna's on Rock Nation, which is Jay's label. So they never going to step on each other's toes because that's dumb. But I feel like some of this shit is coordinated. Because I don't think it's a coincidence that Lemonade was probably been ready for a minute, let, waited till work broke that Beatles record because he knew when Lemonade came out it was going to take over the charts because it's Lemonade. And, and they waited until Rihanna got that, that, that record from the Beatles and then came out the next week. I don't think that's a coincidence. And it's other little things that I've seen, not saying they in cahoots, but I, 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 don't, I feel like there's a concerted effort let Re, let Re gonna drop anti, let Re do her thing, she gonna drop the video, let her do her thing, I'm gonna wait, okay, she got the record, okay, now I'm gonna put mine out, I'm gonna get my little run, then she gonna do so and so, like, 
I, I feel like there's a, 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 a conscious look. It's room for both of us. We both got lanes. We both got the hottest shit out right now. Let's not step on each other's toes. Agree. Um, cause neither one of them seem like that egotistical. I gotta be you know, the best. We don't seem like that at all. Rihanna's damn sure ain't, you know what I'm saying? Both of them is like, I'm bad. You bad. What up? Let's make that right. shit. And I and I and I've noticed little other sh- you know you know Detective Kells tend to be on the case and I ain't gonna say really because I y'all gonna think I'm a really a weirdo but I don't know if you notice know you can go back and watch if you want to really see that I'm not crazy if you look at the six and shields video look at Beyonce's jewelry look at her earrings and the golden needed me and look at Rihanna's jewelry same thing just just look at it. Cause I don't want to sound like crazy. I don't want to sound like the high sparrow on here. Like I'm being, like I'm some kind of stand. But I would have never noticed that shit, bro. Only reason I noticed it is because um, I have watched that Needed Me video so many fucking times, <laughs> watching it a million times, and I I just noticed everything about Rihanna. And then when the Beyonce shit came on, the first thing I noticed was her fur. It was very similar to the fur that Rihanna wore to the... I, I'm not saying anybody could wear fur, and I'm sure they both, you know, they both nice furs is, is what it is. But I'm saying I noticed her fur looked a lot like Rihanna's fur. They both very nice furs. So I noticed that, and then that's what made me notice the jewelry. And I was like, oh, that's the jewelry. That's the earrings that Rihanna had on on the necklace. It's the same shit. So I don't know. Maybe they shopped the same jeweler. I don't know. I'm just noticing. It just be little shit that I'm noticing. So I don't think this rivalry is a thing. I think that they might listen. Anti is a hell of an album, and I'm pretty sure B called her or sent her an email or whatever they do, and was like, "Sis, that album that you just dropped or that album that you got is fan fucking tastic, and you know you did that shit." Yeah, I agree. Dude, there's no no beef. They don't seem like and, seem like that. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, do it, cause I'll, I'll, Nick, cause you gonna think I'm crazy. I swear to God, watch Needed Me video. Look at Rihanna, look at Rihanna's jewelry, and then watch, not Six Inch Heels. What's the whatever that video is? Where she's in a coat. That's don't don't hurt yourself, right? That one. Look at the jewelry. No, I don't think you're crazy. I just don't, that's not shit that I pay attention to. It's probably one of my downfalls. You know, somebody go out and buy some new shoes or something and I'd be like yeah I know this shit like that I noticed the fashions I noticed the jewelry I know the, that's why I like Rihanna because she's always flawless I noticed the jewelry I noticed the tattoos the makeup the lip gloss oh I noticed the shoes I noticed all that shit I'm a bad bitch connoisseur now I noticed that shit I know the new shit I'm telling you that's how you impress holes like I can't afford none of that shit now I can't afford none of that fancy shit Rihanna be having like 200 my whole fucking paycheck worth of jewelry on but I know what that shit is yeah, I don't know too much. I mean, I, I I notice it like when it's going like I don't notice it enough to then be like, oh well, these two were the same thing. I'm not gonna notice. That. Yeah, I noticed the shoe game. I noticed the fur, all the jewelry, all the lips. Oh, she got the lip that lip gloss, and I, I noticed that shit. I'm a, I'm a bad bitch connoisseur because I'm telling you, it's a thin line between a bad bitch and tacky bitch. You gotta know. You gotta know. Cause just be out here frauds and faking, and you you you, you, you gotta know. Like them ain't them them leave press on nails. Them ain't them ain't gel wraps, hold them leave press on nails. I, I, I <laughs> it's a difference. Sheesh. Yeah. Um okay, so uh, what else I wanted to say? It was something else I wanted to say about them. Um so I said the personal nature of it and um yo, they I 
if I come into some money, like if I can get ever get this shit, I got liquid, man. I'm gonna buy me some property in Louisiana, man. Them fucking, it looks so smooth down there. It looks so so laid back and cool down there, man. Like just, I love yeah, man. Yeah, like just sitting on my grandmother's porch, looking out over the water. Like that's what that remind me. I never, I t- I don't be talking about my family because I don't want to get my business. But we got land and places, and that's one of them. And um. I, I, but I haven't been down in a while because I told you my grandmother passed and, and the people that left, I don't really fuck with them. Um, but as a little girl, man, I used to go down there for the summer. You you ain't live till you you pull the oyster right out. You go out to your yard, walk to the water, pull pull the oyster out and eat that shit fresh that you just put. Man, that's, that's living, boy. So I always say, and it's cheap down there. Like I could probably go down there right now. Actually, I could probably go get a, a house down there right now. But I, I that's going that's on my that's on my to do list. I just gotta man, get me. I, I just gotta it. find me a woman, though. I can't be down there by myself. And I love. I got some family down there, but I love friends. I got from the world. I love them niggas, yo. Like yeah. they the coolest motherfuckers. They loyal. Mm-hmm. Like. They tell you shit straight up how it is. Mm-hmm. The accent is my favorite. Oh, the it's accent. the best accent in the world. That's the that's that's the that's the get it all accent. Hey, right. baby, how you doing, baby? We want some of this food. Oh my god, like girl, yes, give me all of it. Give me all of it. All right now, baby, here you go. <laughs> oh shit. Everything. Yep. Shout out to y'all, Louisiana. Yeah. Um. Oh, Zendaya. Listen, I don't know how old she is. She need to hurry up though. That girl is it. That girl is everything. That girl, she got it, yo. She gives face like a motherfucker. She was sitting on that motherfucking porch looking like a straight hitter. Just sitting there like, yo, what up, shorty? She like she old enough. I can she over 18, so I ain't like Chester right now. But I don't fuck with them, you know, until they get 25. But she that girl got it. She gonna be big. She gonna be real big. That song she got with Chris Brown is a fucking hit. Bro. I didn't even know she had a song with Chris Brown. It hurt my feelings when I found that shit out. Niggas, <laughs> Aaron did creep. I didn't know. I just know her from looking, being a bad bitch. And like, <laughs> I did not know. It was like, you know, I was like, she got a song with Chris Brown for real? <laughs> like, oh, but whatever. I don't care. I didn't hear her name for a minute, though. Yeah, hey, I have too. She was. They, they sampled Creep. Yeah, they she did. was serving face on that porch. I was like, whoa. Yes, girl. Yeah. Don't yeah. none of these bras be gay, though. Man, I like, I, damn, where's all the dykes at? They be right there in front of everybody's face. I know, I know, I know. I just, I just gotta, I don't know. We gotta figure it out. Um, Sometimes you just have to have the golden ticket, you know, smile the right. That's what I'm right saying. Thing. You gotta get in the right, I just gotta get in the right rooms. Close, and close. Yeah, you, you gotta make sure everybody's comfortable and then, then everything start coming out. Yeah. Um, okay, so that was our, li- that was our review. Um, now we gotta go on to our shows. I feel like I, if y'all, if y'all don't, goddamn, if y'all think I still don't like Beyonce after this, I don't know what to tell you. Um, what you wanna do for, oh, nigga, we gotta do Black Ink. This, yeah. this episode right here that just came on this week, listen, man, Donna had time. Yeah. Donna had time, bro. And, and I can't blame her. And Donna ain't no dummy. This episode right here, let me know that it was, yo, Duchess is a fool, man. She was so stupid. Donna was never going to say nothing. 
Donna right. was not going to utter a word. Donna was not going to say shit. And, and even when Duchess started, Donna still wasn't going to say shit. When she was like, yo, it wasn't that serious, she wasn't going to say shit. She only said something because Duchess act like, oh, she was like, oh, wait a minute. She said, I raped her? That's a fucking crime. Nah, let me tell you what happened. Then she started telling everything. But the part that made me laugh is when... Duchess was blah blah whatever the fuck she was saying and you, you started touching me against my will. Donald was like, "Wait a minute, you always let me touch you." Duchess was like, <laughs> "Record scratch." She was stuck for like a good two minutes, looking like, "Oh, you wasn't supposed to say that." Like, yo, that shit made me laugh because Donna had mad straight face. Donna was like, "You always let me touch you. You ain't say nothing." And the thing is, the worst part about it is, yo, she was pushing up on Donna. Donna wasn't pushing up on her. And not even that, y'all did that shit in plain sight. Everybody was there, Duchess. Sky was there. That other girl was there. The dude in the, driving the car was there. The cameraman was there. Like, what are you talking about? You was a dumb bitch. Right, and Sky ain't gonna. Sky is not gonna lie. She sure not. She he probably right. See, Duchess liked that shit. And she's. I told you, she's a hoe. And she probably thought that people was going to say something. So she tried to run back the seas and tell the story her way. You was a dummy. So that, man, that scene, that shit, and, and that shit had me dying. Because Donna was like, oh, no, no, what you're not going to do. And she wasn't getting excited. Like, she had a straight face the whole time. Like, no, this is what happened. That's what happened. <laughs> that shit was great. You wanted to get your box eight, you got your box eight. You took advantage of girl, shut your ass up, girl. Shut up. You was all over Donna. Mouth rape. That shit sounds stupid. It sounds stupid is what it sounds like. Cause you can break somebody's neck with your thighs. Like, get the fuck out of here. Um Yeah, what else happened? Oh, Sky got her surgery. I can't wait to see. Sky always coming through random, ripping our heart out. When she started crying in the middle, I was like, Sky, goddamn, can you stop with this shit? Like, you always come with some real shit, like, out the blue, and niggas don't be ready. I was like, I was, I'm not ready for this. She finna glow up, though. Yes, I love Sky. She is, she's the best thing on that show. She's, she's, she's the, the got her and Donna turning out to be the two with the most, most sense on the show. Like, right. I don't know how that happened, but. Sky is the most sensible. Yeah. And also my comedic relief, but she's real, man. Yeah, and she's yeah. trying to do better, man. You can't not like her because she's trying to be better. When she tell you about having her kids, and she's trying to do better. Like that's all you can do. Like you can't, you can't change the past, but you can try to do better. And I feel like she, she does that, and she's aware that, you know, that's something that she needs to do. Um, Puma, the, Puma and Kwani, those niggas are dumb, me because. I find it I find it funny that the the one point that they decide that they need to unify and stand up against Kwani's mom on Kwani's mom is actually right. She is right. Like, why do you have this little girl in this tattoo shop? It's not that you don't got no blocks for her. You don't got no coloring books. Not to mention, you really think your your, your customers want this little kid running around? They don't. The girl's not disciplined. You don't discipline her at all. You just let her run around and do whatever. And she shouldn't be in there. She should be in preschool. And what the fuck are y'all doing? And neither y'all, neither one of both of y'all work, and neither one of y'all got money for daycare. Yeah, I mean it is high and everything, but there's programs like you could get help. Your mother, your mother is offering for free. She's trying to do your goddamn favor. You dumbass. She coming to getting the baby and watching it for free. Like I don't understand them too. 
Why are y'all passing this baby back and forth between work? Like, what is wrong with y'all? Nobody does that. Yeah. Um, and then you got you got your baby around these grown folks all the time. It's not They're a place. Coming in and out of the shop. You know, you got to act me. Now you got to ask everybody, like, are you a sex offender? Like, you know what I'm saying? Right, don't cuss. And nobody wants, I hate that. Even in the barbershop when there's kids in here. I don't give a fuck about these kids. It's the barbershop. <laughs> like, I ain't going to be there. no nursery school. I ain't going to be watching my language in the fucking barbershop. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't, they're, they're just dysfunctional, like, the both of them, they don't, I don't know, I'm mentor, no counselor, not to sit them down and be like, look, niggas, but clearly they don't. Kwani Mama, although she's crazy, she is. she'll be right. She right about that, it's like, just, y'all are such knuckleheads, for this to be the one time y'all think, oh, your mom is just crazy, no, she's not, she's correct, is what she is, and it, neither one of y'all know this. Like this, what y'all gonna take y'all stand on? Like y'all are both, y'all are too they retarded. Both of them is fucking retarded. Y'all are retarded. Oh, now that I know my family is safe, your family wasn't never not safe. You stupid broad. Yeah. Uh, did anything else happen? Um, uh, nah, because it was mostly mostly the surgery and the baby. I like the new girl. I like Melody. I liked her, but then I didn't like her because. Shut up. She was like, oh, don't be throwing your... First of all, I hate the way she talks. Don't be throwing your vagina around her if you're going to have... Girl, shut up. You was just talking about you got hit in the face with a ladder and, and, and all these drugs and shit she was doing. And now you... Shut Girl, shut up. Mind your business. Nobody asked you. So, I don't know if I'm going to like her. Because I don't like girls like that. And I hate the way she talks. Oh, we're going to have a party going. And she talks like she's from West Virginia or Ohio or somewhere. We're going to have a party going in here. And she heard... <laughs> And her, her smile's a little gummy for me. Like, she might need to get her teeth lengthened or gum shortened or something. I don't know. I mean, she's all right. I just, I liked her up until that. She irked me with that. When she came in with, oh, well, yeah, I, nobody asked you. You just got finished telling a story about how you got a black eye doing some shit. Now you want to tell somebody else to, where to put their vagina at? Girl, hush. I'm just trying to fit into the tattoo shop mess, man. Well, you could always fit in by being the fuck quiet. Everybody fits in when they're quiet. Um, we're going to see. I'll give her a chance, though. But that, I was like, oh, please don't be one of them, because then I'm not going to like you. Yeah. Um, okay. Loving Hip Hop Atlanta. Jocelyn Hernandez, ma'am, you are a national treasure. You are my motherfucking favorite. I just need you to know that show it ain't been the same. It ain't been shit. These few episodes you have not been on. Because, bro, when she, <laughs> it was so many moments. It was so many moments. But when Stevie told her that Mimi got a girlfriend, and she was like, ah, she like, how was up in that nigga? I didn't see it. Oh, my God. You didn't see it? Mm-mm. Oh, my God. You got to see it. What did I tell you? What have I been telling you? Jocelyn Hernandez is curling, is arching these girls' back and curling their motherfucking toes. And when fucking Mimi told her that Mimi had a girl, she was like, oh, because she liked how I was up in that shit. Now she, oh my God, you, I can't even. That shit, I laughed for so long because she said exactly what I would have said, yo. I was like, yo. That's exactly what I would have said. I would have said the same shit. Like, oh, she got a taste of that. Now she, <laughs> now she crazy, yo. Oh, it's so funny. So that happened. 
And then, um, so Jocelyn's back now, and Carly Red. I, um, you didn't see none of it. No, I thought I did, but I don't know. <clears throat> I feel I know I fell asleep and it was on, but clearly I wasn't paying attention. I guess I don't remember shit. <clears throat> you remember when um when K Michelle came back? No, I didn't. I must have just. Oh, well, we gotta talk about this next week then, because you have to have seen this episode, because there was so much to talk about. You have to watch it, so we can we can do it next week, because it was it was a lot, and I have (laughs) that part, and and um, so the clip at the end, so Jocelyn knows about Jocelyn knows about um Mimi's girlfriend, and Jocelyn also knows about Stevie having some outside kids. So this clip at the end, Jocelyn is gonna tell. Jocelyn goes over. I mean, Mimi comes over to Jocelyn with the new girlfriend. And she was like, this is just the clip for next week. She was like, she was like, yay, this is a, whatever. She introduces the girl. And Jocelyn's like, oh, hey, how you doing? So does she lick the cat like I do? I was like, Jocelyn, wait, nigga. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. I got to watch you. I'm sorry, y'all. Yes. I've laughed so hard. I was like, Jocelyn is going to kill me this episode, this this season. I can already tell it. Because that's the first thing she said. She was like, hey, how you doing? So, do you like the lady? I was like, wait a minute. And Mimi's face was like... <laughs> you gotta I don't see watch it. it. But yeah, like, is, is Chris still going by she and he? They, Chris wasn't on it too much. Chris wasn't... Um, was Chris on it at all? No, because this was week with the shit with um, Tommy... <clears throat> this was focusing on Beauty and the Beast, dude. Um, K. Michelle came back. Jocelyn and and um, so K. Michelle came back with some words of wisdom because she told Carly Red, she was like, "Look, Jocelyn never. I never heard her say she hated you. I never heard her say nothing like that. She might be mad at you. She's like, but a lot of times when people go through it's, it's stuff they going through for themselves and they ain't got nothing to do with you. So she basically was like, "Look, Jocelyn is crazy, but you know." I ain't never know how to be mad at you, and maybe, you know, maybe y'all just need to talk or whatever, but I don't really think it's that deep. Basically, what she was saying. And, um, so, Jocelyn meets up with Carly Red, and with this Nigerian-ass scam, I guess she mad because Carly talking shit about Jocelyn, so Jocelyn decides she, huh, I'ma get even with those, I can't believe you have not seen it. You've gotta see it. It's just so many moments. I'ma get even with those bitches. So she gets this Nigerian ass scam. She writes some shit down on paper. We don't know. Supposedly she got some information on Carly in this envelope. And if Carly don't, I don't know what she. I think she want Carly to apologize. I don't know what the fuck she want Carly to do. She gonna release this information. And Carly like, well, what is it? I don't got nothing to hide. And Justin was like, eh, are you okay? You gotta see the scene. But I don't think it's nothing on this paper. I'm like, Johnson running Nigerian scams. That's a blank piece of paper. Ain't nothing on that goddamn paper. But she insisting that it is. But, oh, you got to see the episode. But, no, I don't think, what's her name? Chris was in it too much, other than that little clip. Ariane wasn't in it. Um, It was mainly Scrap and this other chick. He talking to his mom about these girls. Um, uh, Was Scrappy in it? Oh, Scrappy Kurt and Rashida. Rashida made up with Scrappy. Rashida was like, look, man, I had an opportunity to be on some show. I forgot what it was, and that's what I did. You think you you want me to turn down this opportunity to come for this little child support? I mean, basically, I feel like what Kurt and Rashida's point is, and I don't disagree. Nigga, you owed the money. You was going to lose because you owed the money. So, I mean, 
us go to court, we gonna say you good character, okay, but I don't think your character was ever in question, it was like, you either owed the money or you didn't, nobody was, you know what I mean, like, Erica never said you was a deadbeat daddy or nothing like that, she just said you ain't paying her child support, so us speaking on your character is gonna do what? Yeah, I gotta, uh, I gotta see it, cause I didn't, uh, uh, I don't got nothing to say, cause I ain't shit. Yeah, you gotta see it, episode is gonna watch it, we'll, we'll do it both of them next week, but that episode, man, Jocelyn, in the jewelry store, Jocelyn, I got a feeling Jocelyn's gonna be killing Mimi over this Chris girl, she gonna <laughs> she, the first nigga, that's the first thing she, she said, hey, how are you, so do she eat the cat like I did, I was like, oh my, Jocelyn, what are you doing, Chris's face was like, wait, what, oh, <laughs> oh god, <laughs> Mimi's face was just like, <laughs> Did you just really say that? <laughs> no. Oh God, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be so great. That show is not the same. I don't care what nobody say. I love Cardi B, but Chasley Hernandez is always gonna be the bottom bitch because that bitch is hilarious, man. Her accent, though, I don't know. Going out to oh, that's the oh nigga. That's the other thing she did that made me laugh. So the Tommy girl came. Jocelyn was somewhere getting a um. Uh, a portrait done or some shit, right? So she's sitting on this throne, right? So the Tommy girl comes in and is telling the story and getting a little rowdy. And Jocelyn does this hand. I nigga, I laughed so hard. Jocelyn does this hand motion, like bring it down, like like this. You know, like you do your hand, like bring it down, bitch. She does this hand motion to her, and then she was like, "Listen, you're not gonna get your point across if you're talking like that." <laughs> oh God. Yo, you gotta see it. It's so funny. Cause it's not like it, she was she was trying to people said she was trying to act grand on her, but she really wasn't because I kind of felt it because I was kind of doing that in my head too. Because you know that Tammy girl's real rough, right? And she was telling the story and like she was just being extra with the, I I don't know, I can't explain it. I know Jocelyn was trying to do the knee-knee where, like, she above these girls now, but I really don't think that was it. I really think she was just like, shorty, you don't gotta yell right now. <laughs> like, she did this, she did this hand, the hand gesture she did, you gotta see it. That shit made me laugh so hard, because I was like, yo, she hit her with the hand, like, bring it down. <laughs> it wasn't pretentious like Nene. You know Nene, everything isn't coordinated, like, big rehearsed act, it wasn't like that, it was like real instinctual that's why, I mean, she was trying to put on, but not really, I feel like she really was just like, there's a white lady in here I'm here, you're here, it's echoing I can hear you fine <laughs> you talking a little loud like, I feel like it was oh, it was so funny, man you gotta see it, you gotta see it anyway, okay what's our other show? oh Game of Thrones. Oh, we got a question from Game of Thrones. So what was the question? Well, let's do the, let's do Game of Thrones first, and then we'll do the question. Yeah. Okay. So, first episode. The Sand Snakes are not playing. And I was, I'm glad, because I was upset last season, because in the book, this season is getting at the Sand Snakes. Last season, they played the Sand Snakes real dirty. Like, they played them real, like, the way they was doing, I'm like, that's not the Sand Snakes from the books. Them, them bitches in the book, was catching wreck. They was busting niggas. Ad niggas was afraid of them. They was no joke. And now, now this season we see it. Cause last season I was like, this ain't, this ain't, this ain't the Sand Snakes that was in the book. So 
They done killed Oberyn's ass first episode. That didn't occur in the book. So HBO ratcheted it up. They killed him. She took over. Um, they killed the prince. And they ready to ride. Because they like, fuck these Lannisters. Fuck this shit. You sitting down here, they done killed your, your whole family. They done fucking ran the king off. They done did all this shit. They got all the money. The kingdom is in fucking shambles. And your ass just sitting down here chilling. Nah, nigga. That was great. Um, yeah, who was the stand snake? The, the, so, I haven't caught up yet on the back seasons, but I saw this episode. So, the kingdoms are the Iron Isles, there's the north, there's King's Landing, where the Lannisters are, there's Highgarden, and there's Dorne in the south. So, sand snakes, so, so King O, so, you got the backstories, so basically, you know that they got rid of the Mad King, right? Mm-hmm. And they had this whole this whole thing, this whole war. So in that war, Dorne, Oberyn's uh, daughter, who is, um, so the, I can't, well, I can't remember the older lady's name. The mom, Sand Snake, the older one, is her sister. So she was a little kid. Long story short, the, 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 the princess from Dorne was sent to King's Landing to marry the Targaryen. I mean, not the Targaryen. Yeah. The Targaryen. It's it's hard. I can't. It's it's a, it's a lot of shit. If you don't know the black story, it's gonna be hard. But anyway, when the whole shit with deposing the king went down, they killed their whole. The whole reason that Khaleesi is out is because when they killed all of them, one of the people they killed was was the princess of Dorne. Killed killed her, and basically nothing. And the Lannisters killed them all, and the Baratheons. Baratheons and the Lannisters got together, killed them all, put Robert Baratheon on the throne, deposed the Targaryens, killed all these people, and it was all havoc, and here we are, and, and, and nothing was ever really done about it. Now the Starks are dead, and all this shit has happened because, basically because of that, that thing, and that's when Oberyn, remember when, last season when Oberyn was fighting the, the, the giant, and that's what he was saying, killed them, raped them, killed them, that's what he was talking about when they killed his sister. That's what they was talking Dorne been pissed about that for the longest. They all been pissed about that for the longest, but especially Dorne because she was their princess. So that's who she's talking about. She's like, nigga, and this has been years now, right? This is years ago. And you just down here, and then you send, and now they send their daughter down here to marry your son, and you just gonna marry us up, and we just gonna be cool like that? And she's she like, nah, fuck that. You know what? They, they fucking killed, they, they, they killed, they disrespected us. They killed your daughter, they ripped us off the throne, they treat us like we ain't shit. Now they up there on the throne, and you just gonna marry us? You just gonna let them? Basically, that's what it is. She like, you ain't shit, man. Fuck that. We ain't letting that shit ride. And, 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 you know what I mean? Like, you ain't never did shit about it. You sitting down here weak as shit. They're not even worried about you. That's basically what that is. Okay. So, and these three, they call them the Sand Snakes, her and her two daughters, because they, they assassins. They don't fuck around. They, you see them. And that's why she like, nigga, we not letting this stand. So Highgarden, who is, who is Queen Elena, who is, um, who is Marjorie's grandmother, the one that's locked up, the one that was married, they, they are in, like, Alliance. Every, nobody likes the Lannisters, but them two down there, they've kind, they kind of an alliance because the same thing happened to Highgarden. Nobody likes the Lannisters. Nobody was really down with what the Lannisters did. Then they was like, "Look, we wanted, to, we wanted to get the Mad King off there, but all this other shit y'all doing, usurping the thr- throne and shit, we ain't agree to all this shit." And now y'all throwing y'all weight around, and y'all, you know, Joffrey is out here doing Joffrey in and Cersei out here, Cersei and like we, ain't, nigga, we ain't, we ain't agree to all this just because y'all got some fucking money, you know. So that's how it, that's that's basically what's going on. Now, um, the Starks. Most of them are dead, right? Remember yes. 
Uh, Araya. Aria's alive. Sansa's alive. Bran's alive. Yeah. Now, what the hell happened with Ken C now? Arya, because she went to they, she went to um she went to uh Bravos and she's in this. So again, in the back episode, so when Arya was um running, she escaped from um you know uh uh King's Landing when they were gonna probably kill her. She escaped. Right. And she was on the run, and while she was on the run, she ran across this dude from Bravos. And um, when they were coming in, they were trying. This one, they were trying to get the, the um, Roberts bastard. So the Kingsmen came up and like killed a bunch of them and set this this cart that had these prisoners in it. And one of the prisoners in it was from Bravos. Arya let him out, and he was like, "Now I owe you a favor because you freed me." It's like get this coin, go here, say this word, and. You know, I'll come pay the favor or whatever. So, um, she did. Long story short, she 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 um she has this list of people she's gonna kill. She called the favor. The dude said, "Okay, I'm gonna kill three people for you. I owe you, you know, I owe you these three people or whatever for saving however many lives you saved." So she killed. He killed all the people Arya wanted him to save. Kill. But now Arya got this other list with all the people on it. So she was like, look, she, teach me how to fight, teach me how to kill or whatever. So he took her to Bravos, where he's from, and put her in that temple with the god of many faces. And that's what she's kind of training for now. So as a part of that training, she has to go blind. It's part of the process. So that's why she's blind now. Okay. Because I, I watched it twice. Like, first time when the fight scene came up, I had my head down. I was like, the fuck she got her ass When she whooped. got washed, yeah. Yeah, but then I realized her, her eyes, like, she had that glaucoma looking. Yeah, that's part of the training. She asked him She asked him to train her, and this is part of it. She, like, that's why they like, who are you? And I'm nobody. Like, I don't, it gets to a point where you have to, like, you pull one face off, another face. It's a whole thing with them. Like, it's their, some religion they got. It's just the, the god of, the old gods and the new. Some of, and then there's the god of many faces, the bravo. They have a whole, bravos, they have a whole other thing. So she's going through this little and this, this little training period to do that. So that's why. Okay, okay. Um, I'm still not caught up to, to this season, so I'm going to be watching current and past at the same time. Yeah. Uh, until it makes sense. Uh, so naturally, y'all got to bear with me. Some stuff is, I'm not going to be able to tie it together yet. Yeah. So then Melisandre, we finally, the witch finally reveals herself. Because it's been hints in past seasons she told, um, she told Stannis that a part of, like, I think two two or three seasons, I'm not sure when, that a part of her magic was illusion. She just said it. She kind of alluded to it. Nobody never really knew what she meant. But now we see. She took that necklace off, and she really, like, an old crone. And I think it was a necklace. Everybody's like, oh, she got, I'm like, well, when she took the necklace off, she got old. So I think it's clearly a necklace. And we've seen, I mean, she's actually, it's not... It's not a mystery because she's actually said it a lot of times. She says uh, they're like uh, she's like your you know your my lord. A large part of my magic is illusion. So she's alluded to before that she does illusions. I guess they just didn't know how much of an illusion she does. But the funny thing about Melisandre is somebody was like, "Oh, bitch, you always see some shit in the flames and get it wrong." The thing, the funny thing about Melisandre is, and it doesn't really come through so much in the movie as it does in the books. She really does see these things in the flames. She really does. She just doesn't interpret them correctly. Like, the whole thing with Stannis being the king is because in the flames it showed her that the king was a dragon born during this great storm. And she and Stannis was born during the storm, but he's not the dragon. It's, the, it's Khaleesi. 
And so little stuff like that. Like she saw the vision, but she doesn't know. She thought it was Stannis because she, she they thought they thought that Daenerys was killed. But Daenerys is the stormborn. She was the one that was born on a storm. She's the one that has the dragons. So she does see things. She just doesn't interpret them correctly. That's why when she came in with Jon, she was like, I saw Jon Snow fighting in the field. I'm not going to give it away. She did see Jon Snow fighting in the field. She just doesn't, she doesn't, she, it's like she got the, she's like she got the parts, but she don't have the instructions. You know what I'm saying? Like she got the crib, but she can't put it together because she don't, you know, the instructions are the Chinese or whatever. That's what's interesting about Melisandre. It's like, they're like, oh, she's a fraud. I'm like, no, she's not a fraud. Like if you read the book, she's, she's, She's powerful, and she does see these things. She just doesn't interpret them. She doesn't know what they mean. Yeah, um, while, while we're here, shout out to, uh, I'm going to fuck your first name up, so I'm not going to say it, but Mr. Diaz, you know who you are. Um, you sent in a question. We appreciate it. And his question was pertaining to, what's her name? Melisandre. Yeah. Is asking, he called her the Red Woman. Um, the Red Witch. It says, hold on, let me just get it uh, verbatim. It said, for the first time, my wife and I are on the same page. Neither of us knows what the fuck is happening next. What do you think the Red Woman is going to do with it that shit works better than contouring? See, I don't know, because they've already gone off script from the books. So, but I, I, I don't want to give it away. I don't want to spoil it, because I don't know who's read the books and who's not, but... Clearly, Jon Snow is is dead on this episode. I think that necklace is going to figure into what happens. I'll just say it like that. I think that necklace is going to figure in to Jon's story because I don't want to. If people haven't read the books, they don't. They're not going to know. Um, Jon Snow is dead, though. Can say that he's dead. But this is Game of Thrones, and things that are dead don't always stay dead, or things are not always as they seem, or things change. So I think. That, that necklace, that illusion that that necklace can do, that might not be the only power that necklace. Has. And again, Melisandre is, is 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 a witch. She has power. Like we, she she um sent the demon that killed Renly. She has power. She's not a fraud. She's definitely a powerful witch. Like again, she just don't have instructions. So if that necklace can keep her young, that might not be the only thing it can do. That might you know it might have other powers too. But I I think that that necklace is going to figure into John's story. I'll just say that. There you go, Mr. Diaz. Yeah. And, and, and my part is I don't, I don't fucking know, nigga. We <laughs> ain't both. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. But, uh, it was off to a great start. Man, they got it popping. She killed, she killed Oberyn, Martell. I was like, oh, they got it popping. And, 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 and Lady Elena ain't gonna let her grandbaby stay locked up in King's Land and either with the High Sparrow or Bernie Sanders. She gonna get popping on that too. She was pissed about that from last season, so I see that coming down too. And um, Cersei got her face smashed because her daughter came back dead. And you could almost feel bad for Cersei, except you can't because it's fucking Cersei and 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 you a petty bitch, and that's why all this shit happened anyway. But the Sand right. Snakes bitch your ass, bitch. They sent your kid back dead. So ashes the ashes. Both her sons are dead now. I can't feel bad for Cersei. She's so stupid. She's yeah. so petty. She's so petty. That's that's um Joffrey mom, right? Yeah, Joffrey dead. Tywin Ty, Tywin is dead. The only one left is Tyrion, her and Jamie. And she don't even know Tyrion is alive. Yeah, he off in the woods. Khaleesi got caught, got snatched up by another Dothraki tribe. <laughs> they gonna push some yeah. 
They're going to put some respect on my name. Talisi Random Titles Down too was like, I don't give a fuck about that shit. Right. <laughs> that was funny. I like when she wrote her titles down. Like, let them know. But I, you know, what I find, I don't. I find it odd that, I mean, I know, like, so the, the Frankie are, like, wild people. Like, they, they live wild and they don't, you know, one tribe is a, is a cohesive unit. It's like a, a nation tribe. But I find it odd that they wouldn't know. Like, you would think that word would get around. Like, if he, he knew Carl Drago and you didn't know that was his wife, like, you would think that word would get around that he was married to this white woman with dragons. You Like, you would right. think there would be something that would travel. And the fact that they didn't know who she was. And Khaleesi wasn't no joke. Khaleesi was, 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 was beating them on her. I just feel like a word of a woman call, like after Carl Drogo died and they still was whipping ass, I feel like that word would have spread amongst the Dothraki. There was some woman call that was whipping everybody's ass. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And for him to just not have known who she was at all, I thought that was odd. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I don't understand like them per se, but yeah, that confused me. And then when you know, when she told him and she ran through everything, and he was just like, oh, my bad, I didn't know. And then he was just like, fuck it. Um, that part, I was, like, I'm confused by it. Like, it seemed like he was like, okay, I'm going to pay reverence cause because... The, 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 because in the Dothrakis, when you, when you're... The whole thing about a Dothraki is they're warriors. They they ride around on their horse. The thing is, if you ever fall off your horse, you're like defeated, whatever. It's a big deal. Like they're warriors. So if you if you are a, a um, Carl's wife, and then the Carl dies, then you have to go stay to this place. It's this hall where all the widows of other Carl's go. And you just gotta basically go there and just like it's like a retirement home for like bottom bitches, right? <laughs> you just gotta go and just be around them and be old till you die. Like, you're not allowed to be a part of no more tribe. You can't be another Carl's wife, but they can't, you know, rape. They can't, like, treat you like a slave or anything. So, basically, you just you just washed. You just age out and you gotta go stay there forever. And so, she like, I, I'm mother of dragons. I'm not doing that shit. So, that's what he was talking about. Like, okay, well, you gotta go to the, um, you know, you gotta go over there with them, shorty. Like, that's the rules. So that's yeah. what they were talking about. They don't know that she was a call herself. So we're going to see what happens with that. Because Khaleesi ain't no slouch. It ain't. Somebody asked somebody on the timeline. I don't know who it was that said she was weak. And I ain't seen I ain't seen all of it. But I know what I have seen. No, she ain't. She's not weak. She's young and she's calculating. And just like, whatever. People are knuckleheads. She's not weak. She's just, she thinks. Because if you don't, if you, if She's the opposite of what Cersei is, which is Cersei is everything is a reaction, everything is a get back. She doesn't think past the nose on her face, and we see what happens. Khaleesi thinks, and she she tries to show mercy because that's how you get the people to love you. You need them to love you a little bit. You need them to fear you, but you need them to love you a little bit so they're not at your throat all the time, and they're not, as soon as something happens, they don't turn on you. That's what Tyrion told her. Like, you can't aspire loyalty from people who you always killing and just, you know, treating like shit. She's not weak at all. She's very strong. When it's time to be strong, she's very strong. She's just not a tyrant. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, nothing weak about her. Right. She's she's very, very smart. And, like, even even if you don't, you know, pay attention to a lot of things, it's it's a little shit about her. Like, when they were walking, whatever they are doing, traveling through the valleys and shit, through the hills, and old boy was talking to his partner on, on their horses, they was riding, and they was talking about it. She heard them. Yeah, she knew what they said, too. And that's another thing. You got to know when the, when the odds are in your favor. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got to know when you got to lay low. Yeah, she heard them. 
That's the same thing she did at Slavers Bay when dude was talking to Valerian and he ain't know who she was. Like, nigga, I'm I'm fucking Daenerys Targaryen, first to her name, House of Targaryen. That is my tongue you talking, nigga. <laughs> like, this is my shit. You know, so, nah, she's not weak. And she's young, too. Like, you gotta realize in the book, Daenerys in the book is like 14, 15. She's young. Mm-hmm. So, that's another part of it. Yeah, I, um, I gotta catch up. It's been, it's been a day in the bed again watching it. Um, anything else you want to address on there? No, that was it. Um, it was, it was, it was a good, it was a good episode. I think this is going to be a fat, like I told you, some of the seasons be like slow seasons because it'd be connecting shit up and pulling plots together or throwing like the beginnings of plots out there or different little characters and sewing shit together. And you know, like seasons that get you between books. Some of the seasons are, and those tend to be the slower ones, and then you get into the seasons that are good, that are, like, solid into a book, and this one is solid into a book. This is into the last book. So after this, he ain't, we ain't got the next book from him yet. So after this is who knows, because this is the last book. We still waiting on the last one. We don't know when he's going to give it to us. So they into the last book now. So this season going to be popping. Um, all right, I think that's all the shows we got. Yup, and that brings us to who got you fucked up? Anybody got you fucked up? I'm uh, trying to think. Um, no, I don't. I don't think so. Um, do anybody got me fucked up? No, I don't think nobody got me fucked up either. Um, nothing bad happened this week. I'm back. I'm I'm back. Um, trying to do these CLEs. Actually, that's I'll say. So, we got to do these things called CLEs, Continuing Legal Education, and then for my job, I have to do these other training things. Luckily for me, usually, they overlap. Um, like, the ones that I do for my CLE, I can also do for the CPE, but today, there's one I need that doesn't overlap, so I was all happy and thought I was finished, and this shit is so fucking long, and it's one of the ones you got to click through each screen and confirm. You can't, usually what I do is I just speed to the end. And just, you know, try to take the test real quick and just keep this one. You got to go through each one. And it's like 32 different sections, bro. And I'm just like, oh, my God. So that's what got me fucked up. This training is like, it's the worst. It's never interesting. It takes forever. Ugh. That's it, though. School, school. All right. So this episode 54. We're going to call this Goodnight Sweet Prince because rest in peace. Um, uh, that's all I can say about that. Um, go ahead and give our information. All right, y'all. Thanks for rocking with us. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can always reach us on our, our individual Twitters, as many of you do. Um, we also have a podcast Twitter, which is thanks underscore for asking without the G. Um, on Twitter, and our email is thanks for asking podcast at gmail.com. Shout out to Mr. Diaz, we appreciate you. Uh, hope you send us some more stuff. The rest of y'all send us some stuff. Um, be rested. I don't want to sound like we thirsty wait for it, but you know, um, I think that's it. Did I say everything? Thanks for listening. We're glad y'all like us. Thanks, like us, rate us. Do all that. Tell your friends about us. Follow us on Twitter. All that. Um, and 
We see y'all next week. Peace. Peace, y'all.